Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Contact Keller's today and get your yard cleaned up before that dirty old man winter comes. I hate to say it, but he's on his way. The mornings are cold. They're frigid. I don't like it. I'm turning the uh, the steering wheel warmer on. I'm, I'm putting the seat warmers on. It's, it's just miserable. But contact Keller's today. And if you're looking for snow removal services during the winter months, they can take care of that for you too. Do not break your back this winter and leave the heavy lifting to the professionals at Keller's family owned and operated. Their team is looking forward to serving you Keller's garden center and landscaping services located on Kern street in Exeter near blue ribbon dairy. Find them on social media to learn more. Gentlemen from Slocum Ranch, how are you? What's going on, buddy? Uh, we're doing good, John. How about yourself? I'm going all right. We got uh, Brandon and Joe from the Slocum Ranch show. Yes, a couple, sir. Of, couple yep. of country boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And so I'm a big fan of your podcast. It's, they have a podcast available where you stream podcasts and uh big fan. And I think we have to do the honor of cracking a beer uh, for yes, this episode that, because yeah, that's what you guys do. Yes, that's it. So, Every episode, that's from from day one. That's, that's what we that's stable. That's what we've I, done. I love it, and I love the like the mm, yeah. It's crisp. It's cold. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the best moment all day. Yeah. So let's do it. Cheers. All right. Buy some beer. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Oh, perfect as always. Ah. In the first sip, got to be the first sip. Oh, oh fuck! Oh. See that right there. Ooh, it's Thursday. Right it's Thursday, February what eighth? February eighth, yes, yeah. sir. Oh, We're shit, recording. So, anything we talk about today, it might be very old news once this is released. Really? Because we're probably looking mm-hmm. at like a week or two. But uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Thanks for joining me. Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, it's, it's, Thursday it's Thursday. all it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you guys. So I again, I love. Uh, what you guys do, Slocum Ranch Show. I've uh, been following you guys for a while. You guys even got some uh, merch printed uh, yeah. through me at Axelrad way back when. I think yeah. wearing it right now, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been following you guys. Uh, and the tagline is random, relatable, real. And uh, you guys nail all those things in your episodes. And uh, I wanted you guys to talk, talk about, about you know, just about your show, but about what Slocum Ranch is and who you guys are and kind of why you started it. And, um, you know, from one podcaster to another, uh, I just wanted to kind of interview you guys, probably, probably mm-hmm. different being on the other end of the, uh, the well, I mean, it's, you guys don't do interviews. You guys talk about topics, which I love. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, before I get further, you guys tell me about Slocum Ranch. Oh. 
Where well, to start, buddy? All right. Well, uh, I guess the easiest way to start it is from square one. So yeah. Brandon and from I have, top. yeah, Brandon and I have been friends oh. since high school. Where we've known each other since high school, grew up together. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up. I grew up in the township over from where we live right now, Slocum Township. <laughs> Slocum native. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon was an, is an original. He was born here. Slocum original. But uh, you know, we uh, we were friends all through high school, mm-hmm. and and just kind of continued, you know, through out of high school and just in life. I mean, we went our separate ways for a little while. Um, as people usually do it, it, uh, you know, life and stuff. I got, if you listen to the show, you know, uh, I got married, uh, very young, um, kind of didn't necessarily move away, but I was just a little farther away than, than here, about a half hour away. And so I lost touch with a lot of my friends, uh, you know, local here. Um, but then I purchased my house, uh, in the township and just kind of reconnected with everybody. You uh, had just gotten home. Yep. But that's kind of, the, I think, the biggest really what not separate us, but what kind of where our paths separate. I mean, I went off to the military like mm-hmm. like an idiot, but <laughs> now we're back. Well, thank you for your service. Back, I, I, thank you. I, I think just kind of where we, where we, you know, where we reintervened in life is just the stuff we were going through in life. We kind of just, you know, obviously being best friends for how long we clicked it back off. And we just had this idea of, you know, Every time we we hang out, especially with just us with a big group, it's always a good time. You know, yeah, beers or not, it's it's always a good time. And I think that's where we that that's really where we had the idea it was just sitting in the garage, man. It it started off, uh, if I remember correctly, um, it started off mainly as just a not a joke, but it was kind of like you know everybody's doing vlogs, everybody's on YouTube doing vlogs showing their lives and and we were kind of like oh you know we're not really i don't know people usually like that do vlogs have a following they you know they follow they, me around all day yeah they, <laughs> they <laughs> guys suck they, they want to <laughs> see you know exciting things and we don't necessarily do exciting things we do normal everyday shit but it's um you know just trying to, we were like oh you know we should do a youtube channel and that was where it originally mm-hmm. started we yep. slocum ranch was supposed to be just like a in everyday kind of like blog YouTube channel and uh, which we still do have the YouTube side of things. We don't have our content out yet because we're a lot of things in the mix, lots to go through. Um, But, you know, we, we started out with that and it was like, eh, you know, we'll see, maybe we'll go with that route. And then uh, we were sitting at a buddy's house the one night, just having some beers and it, came to be we we're like oh like a podcast like why don't we start a podcast yeah, record this shit yeah in, instead <laughs> of doing video we'll do audio and we'll try and get our point across and just kind of like it was it was kind of like a talk your shit kind of thing you know just kind of like vent and and get a lot of stuff off of our chest which we both had quite a bit of mm-hmm. um brandon was actually living with me at the time yep. and uh also our buddy kevin was as well but uh you know we were like oh you know we're, we're both going through some shit like let's it was talk about it. Yeah, it was an avenue for us to kind of like vent and and not necessarily I, I didn't want to say vent to other people, but it was just also to put it out there to like in our earlier episodes I say it quite a bit is like you're not alone. You right. know, with people that are going through this kind of stuff that that we went through and feeling the way we feel, it, it's a it, it, it's a big thing, you know, and it's a lot of stuff that people don't talk about necessarily. So mm-hmm. Just wanted to reach out with that. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's a really broader slogan on the random relatable real because it's, and there's times where we're 
obviously, you know, you'll listen to us. There's some times where it's like, what the fuck are these guys <laughs> talking about? But then there's, there's other times where it's, Hey man, like, you know, thank you guys. You know, we've, we've had people reach out to us and, and thank us for talking about some of these topics that we do. And it's, you know, let alone to, to have even one person reach out and say, Hey, that helped me through that shit. That sucks. And that's, that's huge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Helping, helping somebody through a hard time just to even make them smile at the end of the day. That's, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so worth it. I mean, uh, it's funny you talk about like, you just want to record all that kind of stuff. Like I started this because I just wanted to, and it, well, even before I started this particular one, I just wanted to have like audio documentation for when I'm older. I wanted I could just interview mm-hmm. my friends and just like, you know, cause I, I, my memory is like my, my, uh, I think strongest like thing about me. Like I can remember things from like 20 years ago. I'm old. You guys are young. I'm old. But like my memory <laughs> is, is what I hold on to. Like my friends, I'll bring up stuff and they're like, how the fuck do you remember that? I'm like, it was just an important part of my life. And I just, I, I hold on to that. And I'm worried that one day when I'm real old, like my memory will be the first thing to go. I want to shout out to my yeah. wife. Like, Amanda, get the tapes, get my tapes. <laughs> you know, I just put the headphones on and like, kind of like remember, you know, the, the good old days, so to speak. Um, yeah. The reason I bring that up is because it's, it's cool to have an audio documentation and, and, and what I like about you guys a lot is the fact that you guys have like a weekly, like topic mm-hmm. and you guys don't there it's you know people say oh we're unfiltered like oh we're, we're this we're that you guys are definitely unfiltered to the point where oh, yeah <laughs> i i listen to this and I, i'm 41 years old and i uh, uh brandon i think you just turned 30 congratulations oh. <laughs> when this is already i'll be 30 <laughs> on the 11th we'll be we'll be yeah. on, we'll be on the hill all right <laughs> And then Joe's not too far behind, but you guys are young, but you had a lot of life experiences. But like some of the stuff I listened to, I'm like, oh man, are they going to like regret saying this stuff or having this like documented and out there on the internet? And I mean, to me, fuck it. Who cares, right? That's Um, that's it. (laughs) But maybe, maybe when you turn 40, you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have uh, called my ex wife. you know, selling her butthole for five bucks. Like maybe I should have said, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But I love it. I mean, it's great content. Like it, it, again, going back to what you said, like it's stuff that people are going through. Like, I mean, I remember listening, like you were, and you were like, you know, just down and out and like, like, like anybody would be right. Like you just found out that mm-hmm. your marriage is over, regardless if you were married young or not. It's just like, that's like a, a moment you'll never forget as long as you live. I mean, maybe it won't be the top of your mind forever. It probably oh, isn't absolutely. at all now, right? But like, it's part of your life. It's part of who you are. It's like, that will never go away, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's interesting, so. No, absolutely. And, and, you know, I appreciate you saying that. And, and, you know, we appreciate it as well. And that was our thing that we, we kind of based this off of, like we said, with our random relatable reel, is we, you know, my... I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for Brandon, but myself specifically, I was in uh, like that funk. And and anybody that listens to the podcast, I think you can kind of tell in just my, I don't know if it's my demeanor or if it's the way I sound, just the way my voice comes across. (laughs) (laughs) The, The way my voice comes across, you can tell that I was in a real dark, deep space, you know? And, uh, and this was my avenue to, to get that out there. 
But then also what really brought it to my attention to, to reach out and to try and do something good out of something bad that happened, like turn it into something good was the fact that, and I talked about it in the, in the one episode, all of the people that came to me when I was going through what I was going through my separation, uh, because it was so sudden and, and it had to do with, you know, what the world that we live in today. So, um, you know, we, we throw a lot of shade at the only fan thing and whatnot, because in, in our opinion, truthfully, it's just something that, you know, where has the morals gone in the United States? Yeah. You know, like where is it? Not how I was raised. <laughs> it, it's right. almost like, uh, I don't want to say lawless, but it kind of is like, it, nobody cares. Like you're, you, you had said uh, to us about, you know, are we going to regret having that on the internet in, in a couple of years? Well, the people that are out there doing what they're doing, selling their bodies on the internet, which, yeah, they're making a mint off of it. They're going to regret it. When their grandkids are around, you know, how are they going to feel about that? Because that never goes away. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Stuff on the internet. Shot, you're done. Exactly. Well, it's, it, it never goes away. It's always somewhere. But, uh, you know, everybody that came to me when I was in that time of, uh, I'll even say it, it was a time of depression. Um, you know, they, they came to me one-on-one, you know, there was a couple people that stood out, uh, specifically, uh, Sean, uh, both Sean's, uh, they, they were there, um, you know, and helped me out with that and talked to me, uh, Eddie, there, there was a bunch of guys that were there for me and they were just like giving me advice that they went through it themselves. And that's where it kind of clicked for me. And I was like, you know, I'm going through something right now. I'm feeling some sort of way about it is there a way, like I have to find a way to be able to, to convey this information to other people because, mm-hmm. you know, we lost a good friend of ours, Wesley, uh, to suicide. And, uh, it was over a woman and it was horrible. And it was when I was, uh, 21, he didn't even turn 20 or um, I'm sorry. He didn't even turn 21. He was 20 and, uh, and he passed away. And I never want anybody to ever go through that, that pain, that, that, you know, that suffering that we all had to go through his parents, obviously tenfold, but, uh, that was a, a real big driving force, uh, for me specifically, like I said, I don't want to speak uh, for you, Brandon, but, uh, for myself, that was a really big driving force. So if I could reach out to even just one person to try and like, get them to think and get them to talk about it and go, okay, well, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. That's what my mission is. And solely as Joe from the Slocum Ranch show is to to reach out and try and show people that there is that light, you know, that sunshine followed the rain. Exactly. Yeah. So we use, we use comedy. (laughs) (laughs) We, we use a lot of comedy for that, you know, to, to convey the message we, and you know, just as well as anybody else does, we go from, very serious topics to then joking and laughing. So it's like mm-hmm. a, we try and use comedy as a little bit of a, a brighter, like to brighten it up. And that's what it does. Kind of just realized that women started women, shitty women started this podcast. That's kind of, I, guess what I, <laughs> I mean, he was, he was going through a show with, you know, his, you know, his, his marriage and uh, bitch, I was dealing with, I don't, know, I don't like using that word, but yeah. when I was dealing with, you know, was, obviously had malicious intent the whole time. So it's, you know, two heartbreaks and we were like, dude, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta vent. And it was just, I mean, I, I've always used comedy for pretty much everything when you, you it's life's not that serious. You know I mean? It's, you gotta make the best of everything. And and, it, and we talk about a lot in our episodes, the mindset being the, the biggest thing, uh, you know, it just, it could be in a terrible scenario, but it just, like Joe said, you see the light at the end of it and just, mm-hmm. you just gotta keep driving on, you know? 
Absolutely. And that was, that was kind of where we, that's really the basis of the Slocum Ranch is shining light and using comedy to, to make light a shitty situation. Yeah. Well, you guys have really good chemistry. Um, and I love like, you know, the piece of comedy and, and, and when you're talking about serious stuff too. And, um, you know, I, I love, like I said before, I love the, uh, you know, weekly topics and, um, you know, this show is very unscripted as there's no, you know, we could talk about whatever. And I really like the fact that your show is so like kind of themed. It's, it's, it's like you can, you know, people wait until the next week. Like, Oh, I wonder what those guys are going to talk about this week. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, how do you guys come up with these topics? Cause like, they're good. I mean, like, I'll, I'll read these for the audience just because, uh, just for some examples, but, um, Oh you know, we just had, <laughs> no, it was like America's agenda and, um, you know, life online, something we all, we all, you know, we're all living life online, right? Mm-hmm, um, bad texter, uh, basic AF. That was a good one. Um, uh, uneducated. I really like that one too. We're just talking about, um, if I'm wrong, correct me, but just kind of talking about like, is college for everyone. Maybe it's not, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's something like, you know, people think about, but like not everyone talks about because we're, I think we're still so brainwashed into, you gotta you know, get, get good grades in high school and get good grades in college and get the house and the white pick a fence. And like that, the American dream is like, like that, that, that picture is, is very different these days. No, absolutely. Um, trying to think of some other ones here that just are passing me by. Um, you know, woke. I didn't listen to that one, but I can imagine what it's about. Uh, <laughs> but the, the question was like, I mean, how do you, um, you know, pick these topics? And you know, it, I feel like it's this, they're all really well thought out. Like, do you have a, a basic outline for everything, or do you just kind of go off the, the off the cuff? Well, off the rip. Yeah, it's uh, beer and we go. I mean, there, there is we, we do shoot this shit a little bit yeah. before we you know hit finally hit record, but. For the most part, I mean, there's no, I mean, there's no bulletins, nothing. If we just, we, we just tried. So it, we'll give a little bit of a secret way <laughs> is that we tried to do that in the very beginning. We, yeah. we tried to, we had a whiteboard. We had a, like a, I don't know, a four by eight uh, whiteboard that we used and we would put bullet points and we'd come up with the, we would sit here for, uh, we would sit here for <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour and just come up with an episode title. And then we'd have to try and figure out the bullet points to hit uh, off of the episode title. Mm -hmm. We tried going that route and it just did not work because we figured out that we were just stressing ourselves out. We were trying to make the content instead of letting it happen. Instead of just naturally letting it flow. And some of our best early episodes are just when we sit down and we're just like, let's talk about this today. It, it, and a lot of people, I tell a lot of people this too, when people ask us about the podcast in person, like if they see us out and about, and uh, it's funny, they're like, Oh, how do you come up with your episode? Just like you said, how do you come up with the topic? And I tell them, and they're usually astonished. And I really, truly like, I feel they don't believe us when <laughs> we tell them, we don't know what we're talking about until nope. 10 minutes before we sit down. Yeah. It's it literally exactly. scouts honor. That is <laughs> that's how it is. We, it's magic. We, we <laughs> I show up because uh, obviously the studio is over here at Brandon's, 
and uh, I'll show up and whatever time it is that we get together to record, I'll show up. We'll stand in the garage. We'll drink a beer and go, what do you want to talk about this week? And it'll be like, oh, you know, this is, this is something that's, and that's why we hit a lot of our current events mm-hmm. is because we go off of like what's going on in the news. Yeah. What is something big that just There is happened. a baseline. Yeah. And if not, if it's not something like if we can't pick out something major that happened, or even if it's just something that we just want to kind of, kind of like glance off of and like touch on, but not spend a lot of time on, we'll just kind of go be like, how are you feeling today? What are we like? Do you have a gripe? You know, cause like myself in particular, uh, my job entails a lot of driving. So my nine to five, I should say, um, because this is also our, like our second job for us. But, uh, my, my nine to five consists of a lot of driving. So I listen to podcasts. I listen to the radio quite a bit and I'll get ideas and I'll kind of just like real quick, not, not as I'm driving, but I'll real quick <laughs> jot it down on my phone and just say, okay, this is something that we could talk about. You know, we can go and, and, and you know, elaborate and give our own opinion on somebody else's not necessarily piggybacking. Cause we don't really want to do that. We want to keep our content yeah. original. But, uh, you know, just using it as a, as a, uh, an episode topic, if you no. will, like just something like a bullet point to hit off of yeah. if we just yeah. said we need one. There's one. So it's not just kind of just one broad baseline that we just hover around and then fucking, you know, go off in six different directions and then ultimately in the back full circle, but it works every time. So <laughs> squirrely, <laughs> we're, we're still going with it. He's writing them down while I was driving. Don't, don't let him fool you. <laughs> no, I'd never do that. No, it's, yeah, voice to voice text, right? Voice to text. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> voice to text. No, but you guys have yeah. you know, ninety-two episodes out there. Uh, I forget when you started. I think I I ran into you guys in like early two thousand one. Um, yes, and mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard. It's doing this and staying consistent, and staying dedicated, is hard. And people yep. think, oh, it's easy. You just you know, and that's why there's, I can't remember the numbers, millions of podcasts, but most podcasts don't make it past the, I don't know if it's the seventh episode or the 10th episode or whatever the hell it is. That's, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. And that's all stuff that we talked about like, when we first yeah. started. We were like, dude, I mean, it's, what do we have to lose? You know, it might might yeah. be something, might might be nothing, but I mean, here we are four seasons later. <laughs> yeah. The, the real... Uh, we hit a roadblock in season two Mm -hmm. where we just didn't have time. It was a lot of life. Life got in the way. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of work. Um, It it mainly was just work. And then also just personal obligations that took over. And we, uh, a lot of our loyal listeners know that we took a hiatus for a couple months. And then even uh, from season two, to season three uh, because we, we start our seasons with the new year and uh, there was, uh, I think we had our, it was, it was our Christmas episode or our new year's episode to end season two. And then season three didn't start until Holy Christ. I think it was like six months in, like we were like five, six months in. Now that was us getting all of our new gear, our, mm-hmm. our new boom mics. That was Try, the upgrade. Yeah. Setting up the studio because this all started actually over at my place. Um, in in the basement at the bar and then uh kind of moved around to the house a little bit as we needed to move with that what what sounded best yeah the the best audio quality to give to our listeners and then uh then we just decided that we were going to do a 
an okay. actual studio uh, set up down here. So, and, and you had the space for it. Mm-hmm. So we just moved it over here, but uh, it, a couple miles down the road, no big deal. But, um, you know, we had that really long discussion between the two of us with season two, like what happens when we lose content? You know, what happens if we lose content? What are we going to do? Because we're going to struggle to, to continue and, and to make it something that people want to listen to, because let's face it, there's, like you said, there's millions of podcasts out there that don't make it past episode seven, episode 10, because, you know, they might start out hot uh, or they might not, they might start out low, uh, which we, we were ecstatic when we got our first like five downloads. It was like, we were jumping. <laughs> like, Holy like, shit, we're famous. <laughs> we, we were ecstatic. And then uh, four of our friends. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was all of our friends. Uh, and, and we were like, you know, if this doesn't go anywhere or we lose content, like, what are we going to do? And, uh, so we just kind of made it like, like I said, when we did our hiatus, that kind of really kicked us in the ass and then getting our new gear was a, uh, another real pain in the ass, but we ended up getting it done. And, you know, it was just for the quality for our listeners. Uh, we started this not knowing anything about yeah. podcasts. We, we decided, like I said, it, <laughs> like and winged it. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were drinking beer and we were just like, Oh, let's do a let's podcast. Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was the next day we went down to Best Buy and we used Brandon's laptop, which we still use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we bought two USB or actually one. We yeah, started off one. With, we started off with one bi-directional USB microphone and that was our earliest episodes was just talking into the, the bi-directional yep. USB mic into uh, into an audio program that was just audacity. Mm-hmm. We just went right into audacity, didn't scrub it, didn't add any voice altering, nothing. So that's where, that was our raw puzzle. We did the, in, we did the intro in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we did our intro, yeah, standing in the kitchen. And uh, that's the still intro that we use to this day mm-hmm. because we just, we love it. We can't it, it. it, but the nostalgia's there now. Yeah. So we <laughs> keep it there. Party, we keep that original. Yep. Part of the roots. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, uh, we, we kind of just, you know, obviously expanded from there. And it was a lot of this is people obviously ask us all the time too. They're like, Oh, you know, do you monetize and all this other stuff? And it's like, right now, the only monetization that we're doing is, is merch sales. We don't have any other type of monetization. That's why we don't have ads or anything like that. Um, we want to eventually look into it, but, uh, we're, we focused on getting max quality for our listeners. That's why everything here is, is self-funded by by us you know we we do all of our own social media we don't outsource anything we're just all in house yeah we we do everything here and all of this stuff all of our gear is funded by us you know and and just something that we really take pride in Mm -hmm. you know we really want to have it succeed and it it was it was kind of scary in the beginning because i'll speak for myself Mm -hmm. because it was like oh okay we're getting a couple downloads but we didn't think it was ever going to go any further than like our friend group, our area, you know, and then, then we got our first hit in Independence Kansas was our first like big hitter. And neither of us have ever been to Kansas, nor do we know anybody that lives in Kansas. (laughs) So they just kind of took off and they actually surpassed the local area for downloads. And it was like, holy shit, we might have something here. So we just continued with it. And now we have people... Different countries. Yeah, all over the United <laughs> States and in different countries that listen as well. So it's it's pretty cool to see that. Yeah. Yeah, one thing you can't do, you can't get caught up in the numbers. That That's the easiest way to get disgruntled and discouraged and just say, fuck this, I'm done. Absolutely. That's, 
And that's, you know, people will say, oh, you know, people who don't have numbers, that's, that's what they say. Well, whatever, <laughs> be that as it may. Um, yeah, we have fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of fun, right? Podcasting and talking to friends, interviewing people, just having conversations. Uh, you know, I, I don't, you know, make money off this. And uh, that's one reason why I'm still doing this out of the, my basement. Um, and while I'm saying that, uh, I I do want to give you guys credit. Your podcast sounds amazing. So anyone listening or watching this, um, the audio quality of this, uh, is not a reflection on these gentlemen here. Their, their podcast sounds great. I feel like you guys are in the room with me. If I had, if I didn't know you guys and never saw you guys before, I would have, I would think that your voices were reversed. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, I mean. Brandon's got that deep, like, hmm, yeah, well, what's up? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and Brandon's Brandon's smaller than you are, uh, Joe. Yeah, yep. You know, so if I didn't More know you, the athletic build. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I mean, and I, I remember you guys took a break, and uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, another statistic, another statistic. Yeah. Uh, so when you guys came back, I was like, all right, cool. They're they're still at it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it was a lot of uh, a lot of soul searching between the two of us. It, we really we did. We had those conversations where it was like, "Do we hang this up? You yeah. know, is this something that we we just want to kind of cut our losses now because we didn't at that point in time we didn't have a lot of money invested. I mean, we yeah. had money invested, but it wasn't like not, not at this point, not nothing to where we're at now. You know, we have now we have the the mixer, we have the boom mics, we have, and it's all these are all. Uh, condenser microphones we have four of them uh so when we do interviews, yeah when, when we do interviews now everybody has their own uh their own t- up to well up to two other people mm. they have their own headphones and they have their I own can fit three on this couch. <laughs> <laughs> they the they have their own couch. gear because uh, our uh, these couches actually funny story about these couches they started out in my parents uh living room uh, this is i grew up with these couches if these and, couches uh, can talk hey, oh, <laughs> oh boy then uh then they ended up in We're my basement screaming. yeah they, they ended up in my basement and we used them at the bar and, mm-hmm. and for parties and stuff like that and then they just ended up over here so uh it, it fits well <laughs> it fits the decor but uh yeah, we we had uh, you know minimal money invested. We have the the good stuff now, mm-hmm. and you know that was before we made that jump. We were like, is this something that we want to see? Obviously, succeed, and and yeah, we do, and, and we, we want to continue taking it to the next level. Yeah, right and what what really I mean brought I'm not gonna say brought us back because we had we had intentions on coming back, but I mean like like Joe just said, the talks we had it was I mean it was it was a real deal. But it, if it wasn't for I want to say the support of everybody that followed us and then still followed us likely. I mean, it, it, we had to do it for them. And yeah. I think that's kind of, that's when Joe, I mean, I'll speak for myself. That's when, it, you know, I especially really realized, holy shit, like this is more than just a, you know, a little financial and time investment. This is, this is a lot bigger than we think it is. And then, you know, obviously you can put numbers aside, you look at the bigger picture and it's like, Hey man, we're helping people. And that's, yeah, you can't beat that. We're invest. We're, we're full on now. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and to piggyback off of what you just said, the the biggest reward is yeah, to, smaller. Break me. Is is to have those people that that come up to you that you may know or you may not know, mm-hmm. and they say, "Hey, listen," like you said that episode that that you did on whatever it was, even if it was just like 
joking around or telling an old memory of like, uh, you know, high school days, high school days, something like that. It's like, oh, hey, that made me think back to my high school days or when my buddies and I were, you know, younger. Because we do have, that's the other thing too, is we have a huge age demographic that listens to us. It's not just for the 20 something. It's also, we have people that are guys. Yeah, girls, guys, guys, old girls, whatever fuck you are. We have we have people in their in their forties and fifties that are that are regular listeners, and we also have kids that are coming fresh out of high school that are that are listening to us, and that's why we try and talk and bring our topics up in our our discussions to where we can kind of okay, maybe one episode we'll gear it more towards the the older generation or like how we feel, uh, you know, as an older, we're getting older yeah. and then also talking to the younger generations when, you know, we talk about college and we talk about school and, and like where to go in life, you know, and, and how to deal with face it, let's how to, how to deal with emotion and stuff like that, because that's not something that nobody hands you a book and says, here's how to deal with this. <laughs> Here you you go. Yeah, so somebody giving you a little bit of insight, that's why we tailor it towards the younger generation as well. Mm-hmm. So, we, we have a nice split. <laughs> a little bit of fun for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I thought about quitting. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's it's a it's a commitment, right? It's just like, and you just, and then I'll record like three episodes a week, right? And I'll take like two weeks off. And sometimes that's all I need right. is it's that, that week break because it's like once I hit record at that next episode, I'm like, okay, this is, this is really like what I love to do. And, very much like you guys right now it's just a passion thing um yeah i do it at night right now it's like i said it's february 8th it's almost 10 o'clock at night uh my kids are in bed my wife is probably enjoying the time to herself watching whatever the fuck she's watching um <laughs> so it's good for us right you guys are you know hanging out with yeah. each other drinking beers like talking about life and just what's going on mm-hmm. and, and as much as you're saying it's for other people it's probably a really great outlet just for you know personal issues too we, oh, I hate this fucking guy. <laughs> we, no, man, we, we, it's, it's, we, we have fun, man. We say it all the time. Is it's kind of like it's like our therapy. We yeah, we sit back and we're just like, again, like it started off as just kind of like uh, we got to record this shit. Well, to, not even that, but it started out as like just a, a glorified bitch session. Oh yeah, you know, for us to just get together and just vent and complain about shit. You know, mm-hmm. for me and, and but obviously use the comedy to get you know, past it and to joke around about it and make it easier on the ears because let's face it, nobody wants to hear. I mean, I'm sure there are podcasts that's just like depression podcasts and stuff like that, but nobody wants to just hear somebody bitch on the phone or bitch over the radio for hours on end about like how my life sucks. And that's in the very beginning, that was where we joked around, like our lives were dumpster fires, but we were just enjoying it. We were just kind of cozy in there. So and fire fires cozy. Yeah. And, and you know, so going off of that though, it, it, it is, it is a therapeutic, mm-hmm. uh, it's a therapeutic time for us. And it's also like, again, we, we take our misfortunes. If they're, if you consider them misfortunes, and we try and turn them around. That's mm-hmm. just our biggest thing. No, I, I mean, I love how uh, vulnerable you guys are. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's important as people and, you know, to to portray that. I mean, we're, we're human beings. We're, we're all going through shit. I know one, one episode you had was uh, around mental health. And uh, obviously a huge topic these days. Um, I mean, yeah. the world is completely fucked. 
Um, we're all losing oh, yeah. our fucking minds. Even though, even if we think we have it together, we're fucking losing our minds. Um, oh, yeah. Big time. It's. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's crazy. It's it's fucking crazy. Like what, what's going on? I mean, you know, oh, yeah, 20, no, 20, everybody have nope. Nobody has any idea what the fuck is going on, but everybody's, no. just, <laughs> Every, yeah, everybody's just existing right now, I feel like. And that's, but that's, a, again, you know, and some of the stuff that we talk about is to kind of like, it, and we tell people all the time with our episodes in our, in our hooks, if you will, at, at the end or in the beginning, even sometimes, you know, usually that's where your hooks are, but in the end, it could be in the middle for us sometimes because we're just, we do our own thing. But uh, everybody loves hookers. <laughs> our 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 main thing is just to try and get people to listen, also, and to think about things, even if it doesn't if it doesn't affect them and, and, and make them feel some sort of way. Well, actually, I shouldn't. I I regress. If if it doesn't make them instantaneously want to act on something or like reach out to somebody, do something about it. If it just even gets them thinking about it, because we are in such a dangerous place right now, as just as a society, mm-hmm. you know, we we rely so heavily on social media, which is ironic because this is what we're using <laughs> as our platform right. to get out there to people. Yeah. But uh, you know, we're so sucked in, and and you know, again, like with the morals and the values of of today's society, and and what. The kid, like our kids, the, the well, not, we don't have kids, but uh, I know <laughs> people, people <laughs> that have children, you know, it's, it, I can only imagine being a parent. Uh, you know, I have friends that we have friends that are parents and yeah. it's, you know, it's scary talking to them and just listening to them and going their, their concerns about like, what, what's the world going to be like with their kids growing up? You know, it's, it, it's a lot. And that's where we just hopefully can it's not even just that we're trying to push an agenda because there's a lot of podcasts out there to just want to push agendas and there the politics and all that other bullshit. We just, in our, this is our opinions and, and it's our opinions getting out there and what we feel is right. And what we, the values we were raised on and just trying to relate that to other people, you know, and just kind of keeping that going because you're right. It is as a society, as a nation, uh, in general, as a population, as a human population, we're, we're fucked. (laughs) Yeah. To put it bluntly, it's, uh, it's crazy. Uh, you you keep talking about, you know, how you were raised your morals and where you came from and and things like that. Talk to me a little bit about that. Um, for where's, where's, where's Slocum? (laughs) Bum fuck. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, we're you're, you're we're kind of in the center of a couple of big cities. You know, I mean, between Wilkes-Barre, Hamilton, like more notable cities that you know, yeah, the average person knows about Scranton. Well, yeah, Scranton, yeah, where the offices, yeah, <laughs> wherever the offices go, and we're just just middle of the woods. It's yeah, it's it's a more rural area of mountaintop. Yeah. Uh, so okay, you, you have the 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 city or whatever you want to consider mountaintop as um, in between Hazelton and Wilkes-Barre. We're in the we're more towards Berwick, uh, yeah. you know, the, the Berwick-Nescapec area. We're not next to the river. We're above it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're on the hill. We're on the mountain above the river. Well, I was asking because I wasn't sure if, like, I, I grew up in Hunlock Creek. My, oh, okay. Oh, shit, sure, yeah. Yeah, my mom still lives out there. My, my brothers still live out there. And, you know, you guys just give me that 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 kind of country vibe. Like, let's hang out, yeah. drink some beers, like, shoot the shit. Um, and I mean, Slocum Ranch sounds like a place I want to fucking hang out at. 
Dude, you're more welcome. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. We love you. are always cold, man. Always. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Talk about like you know, growing up and and you know, you keep going to your your morals and how you were raised. Like, I I love that about people that like hold true to that. I mean, yeah. And kind of call people out who may have uh gone gone awry. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I, I'll start and I'll just say, you know, I was, uh, I was born in 1995, so I'm a nineties baby, uh, mid nineties baby. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. I know that's, that's upsetting. John, that that's when I graduated high school. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but, uh, oh, one. I was no, one high school. uh no i i was born in 95 and uh like i said dorance dorance township which is the next township over from from slocum and uh you know my parents uh my dad's a heavy equipment operator still to this day uh my mother uh, was an accountant she she's always been with accounting and, and stuff like that so uh you know grew up in a a middle of the road family. I mean, we weren't, we weren't living like, uh, like the Trumps. We weren't, you know, richie riches. We weren't poor. We were just kind of middle of the road. We, we just did our thing. Uh, and you know, it was my, my grandparents, my whole family is just based off of just be kind to other people, you know? And that's how my parents instilled in me respect for your elders respect for everybody uh within reason it was you give respect to get respect and it but don't get walked over though Mm -hmm. if if you you know give somebody the first time you ever meet somebody you shake their hand you introduce yourself you know and and you be kind and courteous if that person is a piece of shit to you well then don't get walked over you know stand Mm -hmm. your ground but at the same point in time, don't, uh, you know, don't be rude right out of the gate. It, Cause I feel like that's a, that's a huge problem with today's society as well is that, you know, people are just me, 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 me. Don't think about anybody else, you know, they never got hit with a fucking belt. That's yeah. <laughs> you can't do it anymore. It sucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. I go to jail. Yeah. Dude, I, have, I got two kids. It. I got two kids. I, don't, I would never, I have a six year old who's never done anything that warranted being struck. So I'm right. really thankful for that. And I have an 18 month old. So yeah, I'm, you're good there, <laughs> but no, it's like, okay. I, I never, I never thought about it. I, and I, I hope that I never get to lose my cool where it happens. But like, there's a lot to be said about a generation that uh, knew where they fucking stood. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I, it, it was always, if, if somebody is older than you, they have your, like I said, your utmost respect right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. it's you know yes sir yes ma'am that's where that started from mm-hmm. you know my parents instilled that in us uh it, myself and my brother because i have a younger brother uh justin and he is you know he grew up the same as i did you know so it was instilled in the both of us and and that's just kind of how i i live i mean i can I always joke around and say I can talk to I can make friends with a piece of drywall. You know, I can I can talk to somebody and just like, you know, it, it's it's either there's a connection or there's not a connection. But you know, I'm I'm fortunate enough where I feel like you know a lot of people see me as a a, a likable person. Maybe that is because of my demeanor like that and the way I was raised with 
you know, those, those values of like give respect to get respect because everybody's just so used to getting shit on uh, for lack of a better way to describe it. You know, as soon as you, you know, voice an opinion or you uh, even just, you know, first time meeting somebody, you know, people have that arrogance about them now. Like I said, it's all me, me, me. And it just, it, it ruins everything. It sours a lot of people right out of the gate. I know it does for me as well. Mm-hmm. I still try and give those people the benefit of the doubt because, you know, you never know what somebody's going through, but yeah. That was another thing too, is just to make sure my parents always, you know, said, you, you never know what somebody else is going through. So you got to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt and, uh, you know, work with them in a way, if it's worth working out. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, just simple, simple values work for what you have. Like I said, I, I oh, talk yeah. about it all the time. Uh, if you want something, well, I shouldn't say work for what you have. It's, if you want something, you have to work for it. Nothing yeah. is for free. There's nothing, there's no guarantees in life. There's, you know, my work ethic, I, I tell my, everybody that I, you know, get into the conversation with, um, my work ethic comes from my parents. I, I tell people all the time, I never, I never wanted for anything growing up, but at the same point in time, I was never just given anything either. It was, if you want this, I may not have had the, the liquid cash or like the funds to get it at the time, but there was the trade-off system and it wasn't necessarily just chores either. It was like long-term stuff, you know, grades in school and, and stuff like that. My parents always were heavy on the education, um, you know, and push that. So it, it was always, you know, nothing's for free. You have to work and earn everything that you have. And that's why, that's why I feel like I was fortunate enough to be able to buy a house at 21, 22 years old because, you know, I had that work ethic and I, I did that from, from the get-go, you know? Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty uh, impressive yeah. you know, that you that you did that at twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, and, and it's like I said, it was fortunate enough. I mean, I, obviously, my mother being in the accounting background, I had help with with finances. But but at the same point in time, I I don't always take heed to my mother's advice <laughs> as as we tend to do. Yeah, so we're not supposed uh, to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like to learn my own way, <laughs> which is usually the hard way, is what my mother calls that. <laughs> so, the wrong the wrong uh, way, yeah. 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 I, I usually take the high road, uh, and she says stay on the low road, but, uh, yeah. So it, it believe me, it wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't all easy either, you know, yeah. cause I went through that stage where I, and you said you, you have a six year old, uh, you know, my mother would tell you just wait, wait for waiting for another six years. Because when I was going through my stage of, well, I shouldn't even say six years, maybe longer. Not a, it's not a phase, mom. Yeah, maybe another <laughs> 10 years because uh, my mother always said when I turned 16, you got the license and you got the, oh, you know, because that was another thing too is that, you know, was, I when I lived at home, I, I mean, I left home at 18 years old, mm-hmm. uh, not because I was forced to, because I know I grew up with kids that was like 18. Their parents were like, yeah, go figure it out, you know, do whatever. I left on my own will um, because I was just like, I want to have my own rules. So I'm going to go and <laughs> do my own thing. <laughs> I, I did the same so, thing. I, I left. Yeah, I was I like ninth or 20. And I remember my dad saying like, he's like, why do you want to leave here? You have everything you want or, or need uh-huh. here. And I'm like, that's exactly why I want to leave. Cause I was, exactly. like, was my, my first year of college. And I'm like, I don't want to like finish college and then get thrown into the real world and not have any fucking clue what to do. Exactly. And I was like, yep. let's, uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's, I left on my own will. My my mother still, to this day, even though it was, 
10 years ago. My mother still cringes at that day that I was packing up the truck and it was, I went to college and I never came back. That's what my mom says when she tells people about it, because I did, I, I went right to college and I was with, I was dating my ex-wife at the time. And then when college didn't work out for me because I parted it away, um, I, you know, moved from my college dorm, I moved right in with my ex-wife, uh, staying with her family. Obviously I wanted to be shacked up with the missus at the time. So it was, you know, moved in with her and her family and then we started renting and then everything went from there. Mm-hmm. So my mom says I, <laughs> I went to college and I never came home, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like I said, it was, it was always to earn it. You know, it was never, never a question of like, Oh, I could just walk home and say, Hey, you know, I need this and this and this, like it was, well, go figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a, and, and it wasn't necessarily the school of hard knocks. You know, my parents never were going to let me fall on my face per se. Um, I found this out later in life. Obviously they didn't tell me this, when it was going on or, you know, everybody would take full advantage of that. But, uh, I, it, it started out as, or I, I found it out later in life, uh, that, you know, they were like, Oh, well, we were never going to let you completely fail, but we wanted to make sure that you got the, the picture that you're doing this on your own. You want to be a big boy, you go be a big boy. <laughs> right. So, good, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. B. You, you tell oh, boy. I'll take a swing first. <laughs> uh, no, so I was born in 94. Uh, I think old, I guess we'll say raised old school. I guess we yeah. can, we can say that. I mean, I, I had kind of a, kind of a little bit different family dynamics So my mother and father weren't married. So it wasn't kind of, and it wasn't like a back and forth kind of between. It was just, yeah, I was mostly with my grandparents. Ultimately, my grandparents kind of raised me. And I, I think that's kind of where my, you know, I say the old school values that that's what was really instilled in me. I mean, between the, the love for the outdoors, that definitely was brought about my grandfather. I mean, I, you know, we'd eat, eat, you know, eat, breathe, sleep the outdoors. So, I mean, everything that, everything that I learned in life pretty much came from my grandfather and, you know, you know, my grandfather and my grandmother are both still alive, you know, fortunately. And so just, just learning from their old ways and definitely learning the value of everything, you know, not necessarily just a dollar, just, and it's you know, kind of like the, the Joe said too, it didn't learn, you know, it wasn't the school hard knocks, like, Hey, go fucking figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm 10 years old, you know, I need some help, but you know, I was fortunate enough to, to still be helped, but it was more mentor than anything. It was kind of, Hey, here's, here's the tools to succeed whether or not you want to be a, you know, a ship bag and, and apply yourself. And now that's, that's, you know, you're only going to get as far as you, you actually apply yourself. And, you know, some of my, my, it's funny, my mother used to say when I was, I was like 13 years old, yeah, 13 going on 30. And, and I'm like, I never understood what that meant. Now I hear it. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now, now it's, it's kind of weird to, to grow up and see, you know, all, all those years growing up being like, oh, this sucks. You know, a lot of, a lot of kids wish for a different family. I mean, that's, that's unfortunately a huge, a huge thing. And that's, that's the reality. Every kid, but, yeah, you know, you Every get, kid, I think. you get old, you get older <laughs> and you, you, you know, you look back on it and it's, you know, I think where I'm at in my life now is I was, I was fortunate to live the life I was. So it's eh, how I was raised might've sucked at the time, but I mean, it paid off in the end. So I'll never forget. I remember like I had a friend that lived right down the street and it's funny how like when you're over their house, the their parents are the, the best behavior. They're fun. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're the coolest people in the world. And it's like, I want to live here. Mm-hmm. I don't live in my house. Like, fuck this place. I want to go live down there with, 
my friend's parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got snacks. <laughs> cool. and, then, and then you grow up and you're like, holy shit. Like, that's not what I thought it was. Like, that's like, yeah. I had a really, really good life. I had a really good you know, set of parents. And they, that's not what it, it what, what was portrayed was not reality. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's funny how we, as a kid, like, you, you know, everything, you know, it all. And, you know, you think you can go on a, on your own and you want to live with somebody else. And mm-hmm. so I guess it's part of growing up. And I'm terrified of that moment with my children. <laughs> my, my, my kid tells me now he's never leaving, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure one day that'll change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, and that's where, like you said, I, at the time, I, I don't want to say I hated it. I'm sure that word definitely came out oh, of my yeah. mouth uh, a time or two, but like, I just, like you said, you know, ever you wanted to live at your buddy's house, you wanted like your parent, his parents let him do whatever he wanted. And that's how it was. Uh, but like you said, you know, it's because my, my parents never, I was never the kid that went to parties. Uh, it was. And it wasn't that I had controlling parents at the time. I was, oh, my parents are controlling. My parents are, you know, like, oh, they're, they're, you know, got to keep me close to the nest and stuff like that. But now, now that I see what could have been, you know, the, the trouble that I could have gotten into or the, the road or the path that I could have went down if my parents just were the ones that turned a blind eye, like so many parents do, do whatever you want. Yeah. Just, you know, it, it, it could have turned out to be a, a very catastrophic thing for myself. And that's where I give all the credit in the world to my parents and the way that they raised me. And now it makes 110% sense of why they did what they did. And, you know, I, I tell my mother constantly now, you know, even though, I I still she makes me regret it every time I say it. But I'm like, you're you were right, <laughs> you know, you were you were 100 percent correct. And she loves it. She grins from ear to ear. She loves That's her back. She's like, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I fucking know, I'm right? But uh, yeah, it, it definitely is. It's an eye opening thing now that we're a little older and we can say, yeah, <laughs> it was a good thing that we did what we did and how we grew up. You very know? fortunate, absolutely, very fortunate. It's it's funny how that happens though. It's like you know, as a young kid, you're fine. You get like teenage years. It's like you know everything, everything. You know, you, you're you're wrong. I'm right. And you get to like early twenties, and you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah, mom, dad, thanks. Like, you really had my back. Absolutely. And that's I tell them that every day. And you know, I I touched on it a little bit from my personal experience in the episode a couple episodes ago, actually, just recently. I, I touched on it where I said, you know, I thought I was a huge disappointment to my parents because my parents are still married uh, and they're in their early 60s, very early 60s. Um, and I said to them when I first got divorced those four or five years ago, uh, or yeah, four years ago, um, I my biggest thing, because there was always that, you know, I came from a very... I shouldn't say very religious, but my, my family is religious. And, you know, it was always that everybody was together. You get married and it's just one and done. You know, there's it, separation yeah. isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's also one of the values that was instilled in me too, is like, you're, you're committed. You know, you, you get into something like this, you're committed. Unfortunately, other people in today's society, like divorce rates are so high and, you know, you can go to, we can go down that rabbit hole, but we won't. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when I got divorced, I remember sitting on my parents' couch in the living room, not these couches, but 
their new couches. <laughs> and uh, I remember sitting in the living room with them and I looked at my dad in the eyes and my dad, you know, blue collar dad, uh, you know, my dad and I never really, it wasn't like a, I don't want to say sappy, like my dad and I never really had like a, as far as like emotional connection, you know, it was just dad was the discipliner. He, he wasn't, it's not that I couldn't talk to him about it. It was just like, we don't burden dad with that stuff. You right. know, dad is, dad is the, the strong silent type. And we just don't talk to dad about that kind of stuff. But when I was sitting there and I was talking with both my parents and I I looked at them both and I said, I, I'm sorry that I failed you guys. And my dad was the one who kind of chuckled and he spoke up and he was like, why are you sad that you like, what are you, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, I, you know, I got divorced. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't, I couldn't carry a marriage. You know, I feel like I failed you guys. And my dad laughed because she didn't fail us. He goes, we never expected it to last anyway. <laughs> he goes, you got married so young. He's like, we didn't think it was going to last as long as it did. He goes, good for you for making it last that long. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> It's funny how parents like they let you kind of fail too. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's weird. I mean, I don't. So I lost my dad when I was twenty two, uh, but very similar to what you said. Like, he was just very like we didn't talk a lot. Like, he was the father figure. He was my dad. Like, right. he made sure homework was done. He made you know he wanted to make sure he did well in school. We didn't talk that much. We never really said I love you that much. And it wasn't until like after I graduated high school, or I'm sorry, no, college, um, that I feel like he kind of like let the wall down to where he was like, right. I've done my job as a, as a father. Like I got him here. He finished college. He's out on his own now. And I could be his friend at this point. Right. And sure as shit, like three weeks later, he was, he had passed away unexpectedly. Um, nah, that's the worst. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to go through that, man. Yeah. Well, thank you. It just uh, I, I feel more I feel badly for my mom and my brothers who were 17 and 15 or 14. Because uh, yeah. I had him, I was fortunate that I had him through all the important parts. But um, getting back to like you know just parents being parents, like and it's it's, it's important that they're you know they kind of they guide you enough, but they also like let you fuck up a little bit just to like. Let you know that hey, you know, like oh yeah, you know it's it's it's, it's life, man. Life sucks. Like it's hard. Yeah, it's it hard does. to figure out. You know, it's and if they were there to hold your hand every step of the way, you'd be a big pussy. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, the the other thing that we talk about too is just like that. Everybody thinks that they can have things handed to them now. Yeah. You know, and that's what we're fucking entitled. Yeah, that's, that's what we. Problem. That's the world we live in. You know, it. I'm sure you know it. You see it. Yeah. Um. You know, and unfortunately, a lot of it is. Some of our generation yeah. is one of the ones that started well, that. You that's know, what I've noticed, like, and now, like, talking to you guys too, is like, you know, your, your, you know, how you grew up and those who raised you, and because you guys aren't like that, because of the opposite. Yeah. And, and, and you're right, like, people your age are typically the ones who they don't even know how to fucking start a car. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's when, when people look at you and say like, I, and it's not even, I just, and I don't want to sound sexist. It's not sexist at all. But when, when men look at you and say, I don't know how to change a tire, because I've had guys that are my age and it's usually my age and younger that are just like, I've never changed a tire in my life. Like what? 
what? <laughs> Excuse me? Say again? Come again? I couldn't, even, like, I couldn't even drive a car yet. My dad is the first thing I, he made me do was chain a tire or taught me how yeah. to do it. Now, I've never done it myself since then. Right. But I could if I had to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and nobody ever wants to be stuck on the side of the road changing a tire. I think I've maybe changed two in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, it is. It, it's really kind of scary to to see the entitlement and to see and that's what like i said our biggest thing is just trying to kind of poke fun at it but also bring it to light to understand and like kind of get people to start thinking and understanding like this isn't the way it's supposed to be you know this is this is how you know you want to progress in life you know you have to go through you want to go through hardships and that's another thing that we talk about, but you also want to be able to be grounded enough to get through those hardships. You know, the grass yeah. is greener where you water it. That's what we say that a lot. And that's, uh, well, that's actually, the, I actually wrote that down. That's a common, a common theme, common quote. Yeah. The grass is greener where you water it. Yep. I was going to end on that. You ruined it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> we can still, we can still end on it. That's fine. No, but, uh, I mean, I don't want to keep it too much longer. It's getting late. Um, yeah, but, no, that's uh, we got plenty of beer. <laughs> so do I. Um, some of uh, some of the episodes is like I, I, you know, we talked about the mental health episode. Uh, obviously, a, a, a important topic. Um, the what women want episode, and right. then what what women really want episode. Those were <laughs> those are great. Um, <laughs> I was actually. I was listening to the one tonight as I was driving, and I was just trying to like, I, I, I don't have a lot of time to listen to to podcasts. Um, right. I'm a huge Rogan fan, so most of my time is dedicated to listening to his, and he just puts out three to four a week, and they're three hours long. It's like holy shit. Right. Um, so I, I have maybe three, and and you guys are one of them. So I was just trying to like real quick go through and. I came on the one that it was what women want. This was my second time listening through, but that was a, a way back. And I think it was Brandon who said <laughs> something about a soup can. <laughs> you meant an aerosol can? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Can. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, fuck. That's also where we realize those episodes, while we are, you know, obviously being in our 20s, we are, you know, uh, testosterone filled <laughs> human beings. Uh, we also have realized, too, while we do poke fun at the uh, the sexual side of things, mm-hmm. then we didn't want to be a stiff socks junior. Yeah. So we kind of just. We we started out where it was like it was funny to talk about sex and it was funny to talk about that kind of stuff and it still is. I, everybody laughs at you know when you say butthole and stuff like oh, that, yeah. you know, which is because it's funny. But uh, five dollar butthole thing, they'll never not be funny. There's no fucking way. <laughs> but uh, you know, we kind of also refine that a little bit as you listen through the episode, yeah. where we kind of we still touch on that kind of stuff. Like you said, it's still funny. We still use comedy, mm. but we don't go as deep. You know, yeah. in those in those beginning episodes, that's where I tell everybody to you know maybe listen to the first one or two episodes. Yeah. But then I tell people when they're Jump when they're new stuff. Yeah, when they're first. <laughs> listening we're like don't judge us on our early stuff go go into the you know 
get a little bit more recent episodes because we're we're not all just joking around about that. And we did have, and it's out there, and I we stand by everything we said, but uh, we kind of refined ourselves a little bit after that as well. But yeah, also I think that goes back to what I said earlier. Like you're not. Not that you're like embarrassed by things you've talked about, right? No. Not at all. Yeah. But it's like no, you grow we don't up. Regret kinda, anything. Exactly. But you kind of get older and you're like, uh, maybe we shouldn't do that again. Because like, it is what it yeah. is there. But even subconsciously, you're just like, okay, we're getting older. Like, let's let's talk about mm-hmm. uh you know <laughs> stuff that's things not, that actually matter. <laughs> well, I mean, these things also I mean it, that's a it was a fun episode. It, and it's it I mean, we we are completely different creatures. Like, and I, I don't want to go too far down this because you guys have done it on your own episodes. But we are we are different fucking people. Like, uh-huh, yeah, we don't belong together. We're here for one reason and one reason only. And I'll yep. say this because my wife, I'm I know for a fact, is not listening. <laughs> We're here for one reason and one reason only. Yep. And that's to fuck and reproduce. That's it. Yep. Yep. Not yep. with the same one for fucking a thousand years. <laughs> like whatever. Like it's just yep. I mean, listen, I'm married, happily married. I I'm married up. I, I I could never repeat what I've done. I would never want to yeah. try. Uh two beautiful children, uh, great life, great home, great great everything. I I'm blessed. Um, but we're here for one thing, and that's to fucking reproduce, and that's it. Yep. And I think that's why also, <laughs> but I think that's also why we have so many fucking problems and people are, you know, out there cheating and doing whatever they're doing mm-hmm. because like we're not oh, yeah. to be fucking we're animals we're fucking animals. Yep. End of the yep. day, I mean, as men, yep. we're animals, so we're we're fucking terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> but it's tough. It's tough. You know. It does, and, and that's where all we see boobs. We look at them. Exactly. Fuck, what the fuck exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get mad at us. Like yeah. when you when you get when you spend ten grand on that fake set of tits. Oh, like, I'm gonna look. We're gonna look. Like don't call us pigs for looking. Like you did it. And when you're and then wear the smallest fucking shirt possible and be like, yeah. hey, the eyes are up here. I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's it, and that's the thing too. You know, is, is the the with cancel culture being what yeah. it is and you know, how, how everything has got to be PC, you know, that's another reason why we're doing what we're doing because yeah. we don't, we want to be able to kind of like not, <laughs> not be complete assholes about it, but just kind of be like, you know, like fuck you to the PC kind of deal. Yeah. You know, like w- there's people out here that still care about having decent values, but also like we're, we have decent values and we have decent yeah. morals. We're not out there just like, you know, scoping chicks, it's, it's not that, but at the same point in time, we're, you know, cause that's another thing we grew up with the both of us that women are to be respected. Sure. You know, we, we started with that from the very beginning, you know, and still inspire our parents. But at the same point in time, it's like, Hey, listen, you know, if you're going to walk out in public in a pencil skirt, and it's completely form fitting three sizes too small and you got it going on and you paid for it up top and you just naturally came from your mama in the back. Like we're looking, I'm sorry. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's why you're doing it too. It's like, fuck. Yep. Yeah, exactly. They want Animals. the attention to get them done. Yeah. They want the attention, but they don't want the attention at the yeah. same point, which oh, is don't look at me and my fresh brand new, nice test. <laughs> like, okay. We're fucking animals. Terrible. Absolutely. 
That's why I didn't want a daughter. That's why I didn't want a daughter, and I have one. Oh, terrified, terrified, man. And Put her in a sweater, in a turtleneck uh, sweater, until she's thirty-five. Well, I mean, I'm not saying this because because she's my wife. I'm saying this because she, she is she is fucking gorgeous, and um, my son looks just like my wife, which is, I guess, fine uh, because uh-huh. she, he's he's very handsome. And when I found out we were having a daughter, I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta figure like <laughs> this this shit out, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm not a fighter. I'm I'm an, I'm, a, I'm a dad. Dad bod, guilty, uh-huh. um, you know, all that shit. And so I'm hoping I'm like, I'm hoping she looks like me because then I won't have to worry <laughs> about anything. But I'll, I'll, then in the same sense, I'm like, I don't want that to happen to her. That's a fucking terrible life. I hope she looks like my wife. Sure as shit. Just like my wife. I'm in fucking trouble. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. You'll be out you'll be out of the street with a shovel just swinging it around and fighting them off, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said, like I'm gonna <laughs> shave my head, I'm gonna fucking do karate in the front fucking yard and just you know, whatever. <laughs> I, want, I, I want that I want her boyfriend like yo. Hinges. Yeah, I want her boyfriend like, yo, your dad's fucking crazy. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing you can do, just like do a shit ton of pre-workout and just yeah. start doing your workouts in the front yard. <laughs> She'll be bringing boys over and be like, yeah, don't talk to my dad because he's kind of nuts. Just yeah, clean his every, just reason. clean every gun you have for yeah. no reason when he comes yeah. over. That's a- <laughs> Thankfully, I have, a, yeah, I have one. So I was like, yeah, I could do that. But hopefully, there you know, go. son, he was firstborn. So hopefully he'll be the man. He'll, he'll take care of his little sister yeah. and won't have to fucking worry about it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully you will. Yeah, that's that's the that's the whole point of having a boy first, isn't it? <laughs> you oh, know, man. Not I that hope. you can pick. Not that you can pick, obviously. Yeah. But well, I uh, could have the second one. I could have. We uh, so our second one was an IVF baby. And oh, okay. Technology the way it is now, science rather. Um, if you have like you you could if you have both like sexes, like you could say, I want to insert uh, a male or female. Right. We didn't want to um we didn't want to do that. So we're just like pick the the healthiest one. Like whatever one you guys think is the the best one, just put that in. Right. Sure shit, it was a girl. <laughs> oh lord, yeah. god bless you because yeah. it's, I I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I I mean, I'm just scared in general. Like I, I, outside of oh well, this is a, well, we'll be here till fucking two in the morning. But I mean, the way things are now, where there's genders and this that other thing, like oh, yeah. trying to trying to navigate that for me is like going to be like that alone. Plus, like internet and shit like that, and kids bullying other kids. It doesn't end at school like it did for us. Um, it it goes into you know online after school and all that kind of shit. Like I don't know how I'm going to navigate that. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Protecting your protecting your children. That's uh, one of the one of the best things that I actually recently heard, and it wasn't through. It's not. This is not my quote. Uh, I want to say it was through the Sean Ryan show. I don't know if you're familiar with that podcast. No, no. I'll check it out. Um, the Sean Ryan show. Yeah, he does. He does great interviews. He's a ex uh, ex seal. Uh, Navy SEAL. So he does. He owns Vigilant Elite. Is his company and uh. 
he just does like high profile interviews as operators and stuff. So I, I never grew up, my, none of my family, well, other than my grandfather's is military. Uh, you know, none of them are current military or were military, but you know, my parents, my uncle and my dad are just into military things, you know, planes, submarines, boats, that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I kind of was interested in listening to it, but he did an interview with a gentleman. I don't know his name, can't quote it or anything like that, unfortunately, but I'll give the credit to where the credit is due. It was the Sean Ryan show. And he said, uh, the, the guy that he was interviewing, uh, they were talking about children and like what to do in this day and age and, and the challenges. And he said that one of his buddies told him, uh, as a single dad raising two girls, he said, uh, you know, talking about sending them off to school. And like you said, like oh. sheltering them from, you know, uh, the, the online stuff, the, the gender misgendering and, and all the choices and stuff that you have. He said, if you had a billion dollars, billion with a B in a clear plastic bag, where would you feel safe? But, and this, this is putting a, a monetary value, obviously, on your children, using that as an example, which there so is your no, biggest asset. Yeah, there, there is no monetary value on children, obviously. But, right. uh, you know, if you if you take that billion dollars in a clear plastic bag, where would you feel that it would be the safest? And it was an honest question. Where would you, you know, where would you feel the safest? And it was, it's right okay. next to you, right. you know, making sure that you are the, you know, the, the sole controller of what comes, it enters and exits your children's lives, yeah. you know, and that, that really, you know, resonated with me, obviously not having any kids of my own uh, at this point in time, but you know, just when that time does come, which, uh, you know, hopefully God willing, eventually it will. But, uh, you know, that is, it really resonated with me is like, you know, make sure because that's a huge problem. Like we were saying, like, there's a big disconnect. There's a lot of like where parents are not involved in their children's lives. And that's, like I said, it, kudos to you for doing it. And, and I, I'm sure your children will turn out perfectly fine, but it's just, it's scary, man. It's gotta be scary, yeah. <laughs> you know, in this day and age, especially. I hope so, man. I mean, being a dad is like the, the most rewarding thing I've ever done. I wish I did it earlier. I'm, I'm an old dad now, um, to a degree. I mean, I'm, I'm old yeah. for my second one. I'm kind of old for my first two, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, the the greatest thing I've ever done. But it's like the most terrifying thing I've ever I've ever done too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's go do it. Go do that. Go get, go have kids. Yeah, <laughs> they say it's the greatest thing ever. So it is. <laughs> I Yo. you know I I was setting myself up to, to already be on that path. Like if, if I, and again, we talk about it all the time, actually in the show as well as like, we, we live life. We don't live plan, you know? And I feel like a lot of people get that mixed up and it's a, it, it's an issue with today's society where everybody's like, they feel again, where we talk about all the time too, is where people like clean the slate because everything's not going to their plan. You know, like they just want to wipe the slate clean, start fresh, uh, what happened to me? Throw it in the garbage, throw the relationship in the garbage, throw seven years in the garbage because things aren't going exactly the way I wanted to. There's no working on it. It's just throw it away, start fresh. Well, you know, it, you know, you, you can't, that's again, where that quote comes from, we'll talk about that later, but uh, you know, walking away from things is just, it's not the correct way to do it. You right. know, it's just, you, you got to work it's at how, things. How you, you fix what's broken. Correct. Yeah. At and, least and try. At least try. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, you know, 
making sure and, and relaying that information is one of our biggest things as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to stay current with that. <laughs> Can I pause one second to piss? Oh, dude, please. All right. You guys piss, I'll piss, whatever. Sweet. Uh, That's what we're doing. All right, we're back. Yes, we are. We, we braved the cold. <laughs> Found my, my little dick took a piss. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for the string, I'd been fucked. <laughs> That'd been the end of the show. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon didn't come back. He's he's busy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the he's got the the pepper shaker and a pair of tweezers out Fucking there. Three inches of dick to a car. Yeah, that's impossible. <laughs> he's got that soup can. <laughs> you just gotta just point and aim, you know. You just pray, point oh, pray. Oh God, it's funny. So <clears throat> again, I don't want to keep it too much longer. I wanted to. I want to talk to you about the future of uh, Slocum Ranch. I want to talk to you about a couple of current events. <laughs> They're current today. They won't be as current when this airs, but that's beside the point. But uh, talk a little bit about the future of. Slocum Ranch. I know, uh, you know, this is February 8th, so you've put out a, a few episodes so far this year. And I know that in one of them, you were talking about possibly adding some video to to the whole thing. So uh, what's in store for Slocum Ranch in 2024? So so definitely, I mean, to kick it off, I mean, you can kind of tell from some of our episodes, we, we still keep that, that nature, yeah, nature vibe to it, I guess. And, you know, still keeping the positivity. So I think, and obviously, you know, as big as outdoorsmen that Joe and I are definitely going to see a lot of that in the content. Yeah. But it's, I mean, random, relatable, real. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to continue with obviously our, our path that we're going on right now, you know, kind of, uh, you know, giving our viewpoints on current topics, current events, big, you know, big topics. It may not even be current, but just like, pertinent topics that we feel is, you know, uh, as content creators that people, you know, need to be thinking about or should be thinking about. Uh, but then as you can see on the wall as well in the background, you know, like Brandon said, with our outdoors, uh, our love for the outdoors, we were talking about, you know, also, you know, it was, uh, it was a talk about like branching off of Slocum Ranch to do like an SR outdoors. Mm -hmm. Um, but we think we're just going to, Tentatively, as of right now, we're just going to stay Slocum Ranch. We're not going to necessarily branch off to anything different. We're going to maybe come out with a different line of, of clothing, maybe, yeah. but more or less, uh, you know, tailored, we should say, a different line of clothing tailored more towards like the outdoorsman, yeah. you know, a couple camo patterns and. No yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, no, no OnlyFans. That won't happen. No, no feet finder. Well, I mean, Bass Daddy. I mean, I'm still kind of fucking, you know, we'll yeah. see what happens in the summer, but. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> kind of leaning more towards that using the, with the positivity and stuff like that. And, uh, we actually have, uh, hopefully coming up here, some pretty good interviews, mm -hmm. uh, cause we were just down at the Harrisburg outdoor show yep. oh, cool. and, uh, we, we got some, some content, uh, hopefully soon coming out with some guys that we were talking to down there. Some, uh, some a lot of innovative stuff. Yeah. Some, some innovative new technology that's coming out, um, that, that we were talking to and, and some then, of the best in the industry. Yeah. Some of the, some of the, just some classics too, as well. So we were talking to some guys down there, uh, hopefully in the future, but it's more towards tailored towards that outdoors, uh, side of things, you know? Cool. Yeah. I was not yeah, expecting that. Yeah. 
I shouldn't say that. I just I wasn't expecting that like that to be like probably like a, a main focus. I guess you could say like a right a, 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 a definitive direction. Yeah, man, we still want to keep pushing the you know the the positivity. It, yeah, is ultimately our biggest thing. When you kind of see that from you know we we joked about it before yeah. from where you know episode one until now. You, you can hear it. I and mean, we've, we've even had people reach out to us and say, Hey, like you guys sound like you're happier. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it really truly isn't a mindset, you know, say it again, grass is greener where, you know, yeah. where you water it. So it's, we're staying on green grass and you know, we're going to keep watering. And that's, that's really is I mean, life stuck. And everybody, <laughs> has a, you know, like we said about it before, I mean, everybody, you know, nobody has no idea what the fuck is going on. Everybody's going crazy, but I'll just laugh about it during the ride. So we're going to just keep pushing that, keep being positive and, Making the best out of things. I guess yeah. that's a, a good segue. Yeah, hopefully we have some more interviews as well. We yeah. we definitely want to you know do uh, a little bit more as far as content. I mean, obviously it's going to be pertinent to the the episodes and stuff, mm. but uh, we we want to also get branched out and, and to try and take the podcast to the next level. Yeah. You know, video being one of those things, and then also focusing on our social media presence. Which it's just, it's so hard for us because I we, hate social media. Yeah. That's it, part. Because we don't have anybody that can necessarily like do it for us. Man. You know, the, the, since we're the ones that are doing all of this stuff by ourselves, it, it's kind of hard for us because of us working our, our normal job, you know, for us to, to find the time. It, it's, it, it's hard enough that we just do it. We make the time to do it. Now we have our recording dates. We have our release dates and stuff. It just, you know, it's hard enough for us to do that and to make that work on a consistent basis and to try and throw in the content creation on top of it. Mm. But that's where we just said, like, if we want to see this succeed and we want to take it to the next level, we have to just do it. You know, yeah. you have to just stack up and, and just say, listen, this is what it is. So we're going to see how it goes. Mm. Hopefully the video will take off. Uh, it's not going to be super crazy with multiple camera angles just mm. yet. It'll probably just be like, kind of how we're viewing now just like a stationary you know viewpoint but at least it'll be something to get the the viewers or the listeners and the viewers you know some some viewpoints of us you know sitting here bullshit and having some fun so is this kind of the studio that you're in now yes yep. yeah i mean i think i mean initially at least i mean having the one camera and just having it on you guys i think is, is perfect um mm. for what that's worth i mean um so much of your content is is just the two of you like talking about these topics. So you don't need to have like, oh, let's let's pan this person and then and and put a camera on this right. interview interviewee or shit like that. So I think what you guys are doing is great. Um, I was going to say shit. Uh, <laughs> we do that quite a bit too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We, that's another uh, thing that people that's, don't know. That's that's a nice thing. We're we're for how well he and I drive together, which is we we can kind of see like when we're gonna start like oh fuck I'm stumbling and we just yeah. just pick it right up. So it's 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 hard. That's another thing too. Like we, we had Gus on for a while there, which Gus actually drives very well. That's yeah. why we brought him on, and uh, you know as a full time host for for as long as he could do it. You know, obviously he had to bow out because of his prior obligations with his business and such, but. Uh, you know, just the two of us, we, when we first started out, we were doing, 
probably just as long as the episodes were, we were doing editing, you know, and then now, <laughs> now we kind of have it to where we don't have to edit. It yeah, just kind of works out nice. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much all the time anymore. It's, it's a one take. We hit record, hit stop at the end, a couple yeah. cuts, make some music and, and we're, we're happy about it. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. It's a, a social media related. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that will help you guys um, get to a new level. If you're just more active on that. Right, but it's hard. It's hard. It's it's. I mean, the last thing I, I I'm not, I'm not of a, a different generation. And I think even though you're younger than me, you're kind of still in that that mindset. Like I hate, like anything I do, I don't think is very important. Like I'm like, right? No one fucking cares about me, yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we were like fucking around, like setting up. I accidentally hit the camera function on my phone. Right. And I thought, and I looked at it, and the phone, the, the camera was facing back at me. And I'm like, oh, okay, here's me in front of like my microphone. I'm like, I'm, I'm about to do a podcast. Like, if I was this, this like, you know, this 2024 like person who needed to take a selfie of themselves every fucking minute, I'm like, oh, this would be a great photo for a story on Instagram. I'm like, I, I granted, I did take the photo. I'm probably not going to post it, but I'm like, it felt fucking weird. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm 41 years Absolutely. old. I have two kids. I'm married. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. I'm fucking eating again like you're supposed to. Check it out. Yeah, it's just, it just like, I don't, my brain, like, I again, I, I don't think anything that I do outside of being a father and a husband is very important. I just, it, I don't. It's just like, and people are like, oh, no, what you're doing is really cool and it's really great. And you, you've interviewed this person, that person. I'm like, yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. But like, whatever like, i don't care Absolutely. Um, so like what i was getting at is like being more active on social media will boost your presence like without a doubt right uh, but it's like how do you do it without feeling like a fucking douchebag well it, that's it, it, yeah yeah that's the biggest thing is just looking at it and going like holy christ like this is it, it, it's you're like you said, you feel like you're annoying. You feel yeah. like you're just like a burden. Other people are scrolling, they're like, dude, shut the fuck up already. Yeah, who the fuck do you think <laughs> you, you know, are? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, though, that's one of the biggest things that I I actually I rip on it quite a bit personally, because there's girls specifically, it just seems like females <laughs> are just way more interested in it. Again, I don't want to sound sexist, I don't want to throw shade just at the females, but there are girls that I follow on social media and I know everybody's just going to be like, Joe, it's easy. Just delete them, you know, just remove them from the friends list. But there's females that I went to high school with that are just like all the time. They're just posting and posting and posting and posting. Like, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you're eating. And then there's the ones that'll do the, the, again, the risque photos and stuff like that. But then the minute that you reach out to them, not not myself specifically, but the minute somebody mm-hmm. reaches out to them, it's, oh, you're being a pig, you're being this, you're being that. It's like, well, then why wait, are you posting? see their Tinder profiles. Like, <laughs> like, they're like, fucking crazy, you... and they just want likes. They just want people to like the fucking photo. We're all fucked. We're all fucked. It's all attention-based, and then that, it's sad that I, that's where everything has come to, but yeah. it's, it's, everybody's fueled by attention. Yeah, it no matter what it is, they're like, "Oh, do get them likes, get them likes, get that little bit of serotonin." And the- well, that's the 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 biggest that's thing fucking- is that that daily ego boost. It's mm-hmm. like ego waffles. Everybody's got to have their daily ego boost. You know, it's like who who cares? Like, because I even my parents, you know, my mother 
uses Facebook for Facebook Marketplace, and that's mm-hmm. it. But like, she even bitches about her friends and it's like the one, the couple that she has on Facebook. She's like, it's just like it's braggadocio. That's all it is. Everybody yeah. just wants to brag about what they're doing and what their lives are like. Like, if we focused half as much energy on actually making our lives what people like what it's portrayed as online we would live so much better as a society and just as human beings yeah. you know it's just like everybody just gets so focused on like look at what i'm doing look at where i'm at look at how cool this is or what i'm driving and this dude at the end of the day and that's a i kind of got a little dark on the one of the last episodes where it's like at the end of the day when you're dead and gone and when you're in the ground people are going to remember you for the memories and the stories and the genuine person that you were. So why don't you focus more on that than looking like something that you're not online? Oh man, he used to shit post on Facebook. I love that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one thing that's crazy is that there's people that I know who are like face to face person to person. I love them. Yeah. But their online persona, like they're different people. They're different. Like, I don't know if they read too many fucking, um, you know, rags to riches books or, or, yeah. or whatever it might be. It's just, it's like the person that you are trying to be online is different than you are uh, in real life. And also, I know who you are. So, like, yeah, you're not fooling me. What if you're, <laughs> no, like, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, it's, it's just it's crazy to me. And I don't understand it. Like, I, this, this podcast, and I'm sure you guys are the exact same way. Like I don't edit these. I don't do shit with them. Like what you see, what you hear, the, the mumbles, the, whatever, that's all that, that's who I am here. And that's who I am when you talk to me in person. And I love that about me. Um, it's just, it's, and people have said, you're very genuine. It's like, I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why everybody puts these fake personas on, like you said, like nowadays that everybody feels like they have to be something that they're not to impress other people uh, because they think that they care, you know, and everybody just puts so much merit on what other people think. If you saw what other people's lives are actually like, or what actually went through their head, or if they actually spoke their minds, I feel like it would be just a whole different area, like a whole different Yeah. Uh, you know, time that we're living in, you know, the the censorship and just what everybody tries to to make like a false reality. Look, the crazy part of how fuck people are those they'll still like your post and be like fucking bitch. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I still <laughs> like it. Absolutely. Can you imagine you know, what we'd get done if we didn't spend time on social media? Whether it was scrolling through social media or posting to social media or whatever on social media. The time we spend doing that shit is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. It really is. Nobody even know how to talk to each other. <sighs> <It's>, <laughs> well, they don't. Now, that's the biggest problem is just face-to-face interaction is just no longer a thing. Non-existent. You know, yeah. if you can't hide behind the screen and behind text messages, people, you know, like they don't know. They're socially awkward now. Like socially mm-hmm. awkward people back in the day was just kind of like, oh, maybe you have like a mental disability or something like that, like a mental block. And and that's why you were, you know, you know, socially awkward. Now right. people are, are socially awkward because they just physically just don't have face-to-face interaction anymore. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's super, super crazy in the world that we live in now. But you know, what's even worse is that we created it as a society and we just still continue to be going. stuck in by it. <laughs> I mean, COVID 
expedited a lot of it too. Like, you oh, know, we're forced into our homes and out of the office and the workplace and shit like that. Like, I am not an advocate of work from home. I just am not. Yeah. Like, I love going to work for right. a multitude of reasons. Again, my wife won't listen to this, so I will say it. It's to get the fuck out of the house away from her. If we weren't yeah. the house <laughs> all fucking day, every day, and she'll admit this too. Like we would fucking kill yeah. each other. Like, what are we doing? It's absolutely it's, it's it's I like going to I like I mean, I've been in sales for 20 some years. Like I am I I just like to talk to people. That's what that's what is I do this too. Is like, I like to I'm genuinely curious. Um I like talking, I like hanging out, like put me in the put me in a home, like forget it. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's, it's wild and like you said COVID really did expedite that and that was also you know a, another thing with us you know we were mid-COVID mm-hmm. uh, you know I had been laid off with the pod and then like saying about where the podcast started out and where it came from that's why we had the time to kind of like I don't want to say perfect it because we still haven't perfected it mm-hmm. but we kind of worked out some of the bugs and we kind of got our feet wet we kind of tiptoed into the water on what to do because we had the time you know we were we had the time with covid which was a blessing for us for this but at the same point in time you know we're glad to be back at at least myself i know i'm glad to be back into the normal swing of things i've been hard this whole time we just can't tell (laughs) (laughs) no but it's Uh, i mean um i think covid was it wasn't. I don't want to say it was good for anything because it, it it wasn't. But it, it allowed people to kind of reflect on themselves and their home life, and you know what's important and what's not. Um, but it did so much destruction, and and you know it, it again it put people behind the screens more often. And I think the worst form of communication is reading a text, like whether it's via computer, an email, phone, whatever it might be. Worst form of communication. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can read a text from my wife at 8 a.m. If I didn't, and if I didn't get enough sleep or whatever it might be, I might read that and say, "Who the fuck does she think she is?" and be angry about uh, it. But if I if I read that three hours later when I'm like had my coffee, had the, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, no big deal. That's cool. That's cool. Like you you read yep. the same thing different ways. Mm. Depending on the yep. mood you're in, the 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 surroundings you're 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 part of, like it's 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 such a fucking bad way to communicate. It just mm-hmm. is. I I couldn't agree more. And that's a uh, you know the unfortunate fact of the matter is you don't get actual There's no emotion. Yeah, you don't get genuine emotion over over text. You know, even there over like Snapchat and stuff like that. You know, you're still you may have a picture with it, but people obviously can put on that fake smile. You know, yeah. it's just the you're never you're never getting that complete. You know, the real deal. The, the interaction. You're 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 losing that interaction. So if and everything could be like you said misconstrued, and that's where we talk about it all the time too. Is like you know, it's, it's all in what you perceive, you know, some people may listen to what we do and think these guys are just a bunch of a-holes from Slocum. You guys they, fucking hate women. Yeah. Wherever. Well, that was, that was, <laughs> we've had yeah. That before. yeah somebody, sure. so we've had people reach out to us and they're like, Oh, you're just a women bashing podcast. They're like, no, actually we're not. If you would listen to us and listen to how we, you know, 
how we explain ourselves. It's not just a, I hate women podcast, you know, we respect it, everybody equally. Yeah. You're, you know, you don't fucking deserve it. That's it exactly. <laughs> it just, it goes from our core values or what I grew up on, what you grew up on mm-hmm. is you give respect where respect is, is, is deserved. Keeping yeah. it old school. That's, that's a fucking, yeah. And that's, that's a, you know, with our, our, our punchline, if you will, our mm-hmm. slogan of random relatable real, we always will keep it real. Yeah. We, we, you know, right, you, right. you said yourself, you know, you, you're unedited, you're unfiltered, you're, you know, just as you are is, is how you are. That's, I feel like where a lot of our draw comes from as well is that we are random, relatable, real. Yeah. Some of the shit we say is off the wall, random as hell. It, you know, we try and be as relatable as possible, but it, no matter what, if it's, it, it, you know, if you listen to an episode, like you, you said about the soup can <laughs> with, with soup can, Sam, you know, it's, it's you know, if so, that, you, so it, that butthole for $5. <laughs> Yeah, or selling or selling your ass for five bucks, you know. Like, I mean, I I think I like prices. I, I like to think mine worth more, but uh, I'd like to just say, you know, like if you came up to me and asked me how I genuinely felt about that in person, I'm gonna give you the same exact oh, yeah. answer that I would give on the show. Yeah. You know, there's there's no there's no filtering. There's no. It's just it's what you see is what you get. You know, always like raw. Yeah, exactly. Always raw. Never never wrapped. Raw. <laughs> I, I, I have a, I got a vasectomy. I'm always fucking slaying. Oh, there you I, go. Yeah, so you, you well, I might what, be shooting blank. My, my buddy BG has the best. <laughs> I'm sterile at this point too. My, uh, my buddy BG said it's, it's like orange juice. It's all the juice, no pulp. That's <laughs> after his vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's no. fun to just fucking not worry about it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I always tell a story when I bring up the vasectomy is how I sold merch to the nurse who was prepping me for my vasectomy. Are you serious? I won't, I won't bore you with the story, but yeah, I sold merch. I was wearing my own merch. Well, I'll bore you with the story real quick. The 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 10 second version. Wore <laughs> my own merch. I figure if if I don't, who will, you know? So yeah. I wore it, wore the vasectomy. She's like, what is that about uh podcast? What is it? Tell her what it was. She's like, can I, can I buy, can I buy one? I'm like, sure. Like uh Venmo, cash, whatever. She's like, I'll leave cash with your wife. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, all right. I'll just, instead, I'll just put cash in the bag that you're putting your clothes in. I'm like, okay, that's fine too. So I sold my own merch to the nurse who prepped me for my vasectomy. Oh nice. Lord! So she got to see what you were packing and everything after she got your yeah. merch. And she, well, yeah, she's and she wasn't like upset. So I mean, <laughs> I, mean I would have asked her a refund, but I mean, she didn't. <laughs> that's heroic! Oh my God, that's too funny. I mean, that's that's oh, hopefully yeah. that's what I'll be known for one day is the fucking guy who sold his own merch before his own vasectomy. Take it. Oh, hell, that's so cool. Yeah, what was, yeah I mean, you know, I'll remember my dick, but you remember my podcast. Here is the shirt. <laughs> the, uh, the funny thing is, like, you're talking about merch and stuff like that. You know, we started off, obviously, that's how, you know, we, we came to know you originally, uh, was when we came down and, and bought some of that stuff, and, and we got to get another order together. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we've been just kind of going through, we still have, we, we're on the tail end of, of, 
the order that you put together for us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the merch sales started out very slow, uh, picked up, ramped up, and then it's kind of hit a low again. You know, we kind of do our own, like you said, rep your own brand, you know, wear your, mm-hmm. wear your gear. Do we have to do, um, the biggest one for myself was the, the sticker on my pickup mm-hmm. when I drive around. Cause it literally takes up the whole back window. So, you know, people can't really miss it. Uh, and then we just kind of like, you know, as far as we, that's our, that's our only advertising is what I'm getting at is we yeah. don't, we don't advertise other than our, our personal social medias. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that we can honestly, I could say, uh, collectively is that we, we don't advertise at all. And that's where we need to boost that. Uh, you know, where you were asking us where to go is obviously advertisement, social media, that kind of stuff. But, uh, it's actually, I think it's pretty impressive for how far we've come off of just hearsay from other people, you know, going through, you know, people just talking to other people saying, Hey, you should listen to this. And then just wearing our own gear around and just kind of doing that free advertisement. It's kind of impressive for for our own right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hope that after this episode airs, you get uh, five more listeners from my five listeners. That's my goal. That would be great. I, I hope because uh, we're going to obviously push it on ours as well. And uh, hopefully we can get some people over to listen to your stuff as well, because you yeah. have some great content as well. Awesome. But we're, we're, I mean, super grateful to, for you to have a sign. But we were, we were pumped. Oh, absolutely. We I was too, giddy. So. I, I'm sorry. I know we were supposed to do this uh, earlier, but uh, I just had the prior obligations. I couldn't make it. So Dude, I get glad it. we finally got to do it though. It's fucking, I get it. It's, it's all good. I, mean, <laughs> I said, I, I, I love what you guys do. I, I it's, it's great content. It's, it, I mean, and you nail it it's it's relatable it's real and it's just uh, yeah random you know it's um i hope everyone if nothing else at least checks out one episode if you don't listen to the first one listen to the most recent one the the audio quality is superior uh in comparison right and uh you guys are just more mature and you're more you know it's you're, you're more familiar with the the, the equipment the, uh, each other yeah Right. Just doing the whole the whole thing, and it's just it's it's cool. And I, I what my goal was to like I wanted to talk to you guys because I, I mean Joe, I met you before at Axelrad, right. um, but I really I, I I honestly hope and I, hopefully I have more than five listeners. I hope that people check you guys out based off of this episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, two things, and we'll wrap things up. I don't I don't want to keep oh, you. Fair. It's uh, eleven no, o'clock. It's eleven o'clock at night. I'm sure you guys have work in the morning and. Things that do. <laughs> um, we talked about the world being crazy. Mm, yeah, we are in an election year. What, what, what do you What do you see? What do you foresee for our future, as far as a country goes? Our leadership. I, I want to get it from the guys who have no filter, who who uh, have guns on their 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 wall, who um, who just have have just just, just give it to me. Yeah. Um, Some bad's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to unfortunately have to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Worse? Um, we talked. Well, yeah. yeah I, I can't get any worse. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on overseas? Not even That's just, true. not even overseas. Everything's going to fuck. Yeah. Not to, not to discount anything that you're saying because you're 100% obviously, uh, you know, honest about that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like just on our home front here, well, what's going on with the border in Texas, Terrible. uh, specifically just recently, it, that is a huge, 
like if that doesn't open people's eyes to the leadership that we have in this country and like how corrupt everything truly mm-hmm. is, uh, I feel like that has to be, you know, uh, really, really thought about, you know, and everybody, everybody jokes about, you know, drain the swamp and that, you know, it, that's why I feel like, uh, that Trump was a, uh, a big and still is a heavy hitter because he's not the quote unquote quintessential, uh, you know, he's, he's not a, a politician, politician by yeah. trade. No. Yeah, he's a, he's a businessman by trade. He's going to run the country as a business. Now, I'm not going to sit here and try and Trump train anybody or anything like that. It's just tr- truly how I feel and the way I look at it. And I try and look at things as practically as possible. You know, I, I try and look at things not biased, you know, and then there's certain things. And that's why I, I, you know, as far as voting and stuff like that, people are all Democrat, Republican, fucking, you know, they'll bleed it until they die. But, you know, I, I can honestly say that I'll agree with certain things on one side of the fence and I'll agree with certain things on the other side of the fence up until this point, up until Donald Trump was, was, you know, obviously the president and then now he's coming up for the, you know, going to be running again. It's, you know, some of the stuff that he said while yes, he doesn't have a filter. He's, and that's again, where, where we do things and how we hit things doesn't really resonate with certain people because everybody's so scared. Everybody's got to be so PC yeah. and Donald Trump is not PC. He runs things like a businessman. He tells it how it is. Is he always the most well-versed? No. Are we always the most well-versed? No. But at the same <laughs> point in time, you're getting, you, you're hearing what you need to hear, even though you don't like it. Newsflash. Nobody gives a fuck about your feelings. Feelings aren't what make the world go round. It's, it's hard. It's boots on the ground doing legitimate work. So uh, that being said, I myself personally, as Joe from the Slogan Ranch Show, I think it's going to get a little worse uh, before it's got to get better because with the election and the way the mud's being thrown back and forth, it's it's going to get messy. It's going to get messy. Um, I we'll see. It, it, it's anything can happen, but I I feel like there's a lot of people that have been very unhappy with this current representation. So uh, I think there's going to be a switch up. Is it going to be necessarily Donald Trump? I don't know. Uh, obviously, we can't say for sure. But uh, you know, I, I feel like there's going to be a, uh, a shift in the in the leader. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I agree. Marver smiling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could add whatever you'd like to add, but that's how I feel about it personally. Yeah. I just don't even know. It's it's <clears throat> it's a disaster in my in my opinion. Uh, you know, Joe, you, you mentioned Donald Trump. Um, I think he did some great things when he was president, but he just couldn't fucking keep his mouth shut, which is a problem. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the what we've had for the last four years, like if you if you say, yeah, this has been good, I think we right. I think you you might have fucking mental health issues if you say yes. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, you're lying to yourself. And if I'm not you saying can honestly. Yeah, I'm not saying that Trump would have done better. Like, I'm not pro-Trump. Right. I'm not, and then I will never claim to be. I mean, I'm a registered Democrat, right? Um, but I mean, I am a hundred percent in the middle, and, and I right. probably, I probably lean more left than right. But like, right? I don't know, man. It just it's it's frustrating to see the the, the, the situation we've been in. It's frustrating, you know, and then you see all these things like, um, you know, 
the Biden administration finally uh, addressed the fact that the border is a fucking problem, and it's like it took you it took you this long to figure that out. Like, yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy. It really is. It's sad. Not to cut you off by any means. Mm. I I apologize, but uh, the it's sad to say that we are more divided now as a yes, country. Thank you. Then, you know, cause I, and we talked, we, we've said that before in our episodes as well. I think it was actually our, uh, our made in America episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I, if I remember correctly that we said, you know, that the nine 11 patriotism, right? So nine 11, 2001, yeah. you, you know, you were graduating high school. You said I was obviously five, six years old. So, you know, um, mm-hmm the that 9-11 patriotism that everybody had which wasn't that fucking long ago it was you know realistically speaking everybody thinks of oh god that was forever ago it really wasn't it wasn't that long ago it was 23 years ago you know and it's it's so sad to see now that there were people like we, we referenced it in our episode, Pat Tillman had a NFL career and and he went over after after the towers were attacked he signed up, went overseas, and ended up dying overseas. He gave his life. He, he had a full. He was in the NFL. He was like, how many people in the NFL right now would go and honestly do that? I can't. I honest to God, I could probably say there probably isn't any. You know, if, if there, if, if at all. Um, not saying that all guys in the NFL are bad, but I'm just saying like right. that 911 patriotism is so God. lost now, and then the patriotism. It, people need to stop looking at black, white, brown, Asian, you know, Indian, all different races. We all need to look at it that we're all, we're Americans at the end of the day. And that's, what's been lost is everybody just has to put a label on everything. And it's, it's a label the that media. we should be putting on. Is it? Yeah, media it is a hundred percent. The media they've, the, they've driven a wedge in between everybody. Yeah. Media, social media, every, everything. It's just, it's, it's fucking sad. It's, and it sucks. And I'm glad you said that. I, I, I kind of preach that like as connected as we are, we are more divided than ever before. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's a fucking shame and I don't even know what's going to happen. Is. Um, it is. <laughs> yeah. The, it's like the worst. Then, this is what we have though. This is this, these are the two options that we have uh, a, a guy yeah. that's been, uh, indicted and all that kind of shit. Like, and then a guy who can't fucking talk or walk right. upstairs. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making fun of the guy. I'm not making like. Yeah. But that's like if if I had a grandfather still alive who was in his 80s, I'd be like, Grandpa, you can't fucking run the fucking country. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. And that's, we, we just keep we keep doing it. We it's like it's like pissing in the wind. You know, you're you know you're always gonna get fucking hit with it, but you just continue to do it. You know, it's like it's literally it's the definition of insanity is yeah. like doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yep. You know, and that's uh not to obviously go into the deep you know, left right movement or anything like that or Democrat Republican, but that Vivek um I, I'll butcher his Ron last Swanway name. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was a Republican candidate. He was a younger guy, you know? And uh, now whether it's, I don't care if it was Republican or Democrat, but like the younger generation, and I'm not saying that we want a 20-year-old running the country, but like somebody that's not 
70, 80 years old and like all these senators and people that sit in Congress that are in their fucking nineties. Like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, are, are you serious? <laughs> you know, start getting some younger people in there, some younger blood, not even just younger blood for younger ideas, but just somebody that is a little bit better, better health, better, better everything, you know, like just try and get a younger generation in there. But again, it's just, for some reason, the, the American people feel like somebody that's in their seventies is a great idea. You know, people, like you said, say if it was your grandfather or something like that, people in their I know people in their sixties that have had their license pulled because they can't just be trusted to drive, you know, and we got some guy that's he running can't the, walk. Yeah. He's, yeah. He can't walk and he's running the country, you know, like again, again, not to get, not to get into the huge debate or anything like that. No. But just, it's sad. And I'm not saying Trump is the answer. I will not say that. No, and I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I, Robert Kennedy Jr. I'm not opposed to that. Right. But, I mean, he's never going to win. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like I said, it's just, it's sad that, uh, like you said, you said, you hit the nail on the head. The media is the problem. Yeah. Media, it, they all have their agendas. They are solid right wing. They are solid left. And they will no matter what is said, they will twist it to fit their narrative and then stuff it down the throat of the American people. And that's what gets everybody so fired up. And like you said, we're more, more connected than we've ever been. We're more divided because of the fact that we're more connected. You know, it's just, it's sad. It really, really is, you know, it's just a nation as a whole. And I'm not saying this has a direct correlation in any way, shape or form with, uh, with our president or anything like that, but like touch just to touch on real quick is the fact that like 18 years old, we talked about the nine, uh, nine 11, uh, patriotism. There are even my grandfather, uh, you know, at at 18 years old was joining the military. There's kids at 18 years old now that don't know which bathroom to use, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, it's so screwed up that there were kids storming the beaches of Normandy that were 17, 18 years old. Again, Farther, farther in the past than nine eleven, but still not that far, not that long ago. And now we can't figure out, you know, what bathroom to use, what gender we are. You know, it's just it's so screwed up. It really, really is. It's worrisome too. It's just like it's. I don't want to even go down that that, that road. Um, cause I, I, I mean, I, I do believe that there are people who might be confused, but to, yeah. the, to allow them to make life-altering permanent decisions at Correct. young ages, fuck that. Oh, it's yeah. horrible. It's like, it's horrible. We're, we're, as young, too, we're we're all we're just in, we're we're influenced. We're we're malleable. Like we're we're so influenced. Everything is, is driven by emotion. Like, yeah, yeah it's we're, we're just influenced by things like you know the. the the fucking male brain isn't fully formed till they're 25. Like, how are we letting children decide something that's going to affect them permanently, permanently yep. for their entire lives? Again, that's probably a discussion for a different day. <laughs> yeah, Listen. no, it's, it's deep. It, it very is, but uh, <laughs> it's scary. I'll ask you. I'll ask you one one more question. We'll wrap things up. Absolutely. This will air probably, like I said. uh, uh, one to two weeks after the event, we'll talk about the uh, the big game, the Super Bowl. I don't know if I can get sued for saying Super Bowl 
or not, but <laughs> I said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs versus 49ers. Um, yes, sir. Again, it is uh, February 8th. We are making predictions. We're talking about things prior to the big game. Uh, who do you guys got? Oh, 49ers. Really? Yeah. You're a 49 Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, fuck them. <laughs> I'm, I'm Steelers guy. Boy. Yeah, we're, we're we're Steelers fans over here. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. I'm an but, Eagles fan. Uh, we fucking laid an egg the last fucking yeah. <laughs> eight games. Yeah, my brother's my brother's a diehard Eagles fan, and he was puking in his mouth because he lost a whole bunch of money betting on some games there. Because uh, how your guys' season started out was phenomenal, and then how it ended was just I don't know how you lose, I don't know how you lose six of seven or seven of eight when you start ten and one. I don't know how it's possible, but yeah, whatever. Well, we can't say nothing because when I went to uh, my girlfriend Lisa bought. Uh, for my birthday tickets to go out to it was my first NFL game ever in person was out at uh, Steelers Stadium and we played the Patriots and the Patriots record was two and eleven and the Steelers lost <laughs> to a two and eleven team I was like you got to be shit me and here I am to witness it <laughs> yeah uh, but no I have uh, so you're saying 49ers I actually am gonna go I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan. Even though I, I'm not trying to be a bandwagoner, but I mean, because I was wholeheartedly, I was really hoping the Lions were going to make it. Me too. <laughs> I was me just too. like, I was rooting for them, the underdog. I think it's going to be close, but I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. Do you think so? The 49ers are in full, yeah. I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes and T Swift. I'm sorry, uh, not T Swift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelsey are going to make it happen. I, I think it's going to okay. be a. Uh, I think it's going to be a Kansas City Chiefs. So, How about yourself? What do you think? Spl- I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. Um, I hope it's a good game as a, as a sports yeah. fan in general. Um, Nobody ever wants I, to see a blowout of the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. I hope it's a good game. I I have friends that are 49ers fans. I probably have more friends who are, are, are fans of that, that team than the Chiefs, obviously. I remember when, when Patrick Mahomes came into the NFL the first year, I'm like, this is a fluke. This guy's a fluke. There's no way this is, and then he's been doing it every year. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty yeah. impressive. Uh, and then you have the T Swift effect, right? Um, <laughs> you know, have, he's watching football now. Well, the funniest thing is, and I and I love like, I, I didn't care either way. It, like it does, it doesn't bother me. I don't fucking care. I, the Chiefs aren't my team, so I'm not watching them every weekend. Um. And if you're panning to the 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 booth where she's sitting, I don't care. But there's no. people out there who are like, "Oh my god, she's she's ruining the game." And I'm thinking two things: a, she's not on that much, and then they, there's been like actual data that says like, you know, she's on an average of 25 seconds a game, yeah. which is <laughs> out of three hours, she's on 25 That's seconds. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, right? But also, dude, it's like. If you're a fucking wife or a girlfriend, oh no, I lost. I lost the. I lost the boys on Stokin Ranch. They may have. The foe may have died. But what I was going to say is, if your wife or girlfriend now are watching football with you, now they're not nagging you because you've been watching football all day. Now they're watching it with you, so it's it's, it's good. But um, I think I may have lost the boys on Stokin Ranch. We've been going for almost uh, two and a half hours here. 
They'll be back in a second. Their phone did die. Uh, I was worried that was going to happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll probably get them back, and then we'll wrap up and get going. But, uh, I mean, yeah, as far as Super Bowl goes, I hope it's a good game. And uh, if they want to show Taylor Swift, who knows if she'll make it back from Tokyo in time? We have no idea, because that's a big issue right now. Will she make it back from Tokyo? She's on, she's on tour. Will she be making it back? And then will Jason... Is Jason? Travis. Travis. Jason's uh, Eagles. Travis Kelsey. Will he propose to her? Big question is, will she get a ring before he does? Who knows? Who knows? I would assume that he'll probably get a ring first. I'm assuming that the, the, the uh, Chiefs will probably pull this one out. And I'm thinking because they have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and that guy, Pachinko, that guy that they keep saying like he runs and he hates the ground. I think that that's probably a good guy to have. Uh, Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, I just hope it's a good game. And uh, hopefully the, the nation enjoys watching it. And I hope that these guys get back here soon because I can't, I can't, I, I always wonder how, like there's t- the Tim Dillons of the world. There is uh, the rat King who I can't think of his fucking real name. The rat King, uh, they do podcasts on their own, just, just by themselves. Like they just talk about topics. Like, I don't know how to do that. That's not, that's not how I operate. It's weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, here I am just trying to fucking push through until the uh, the boys in Slocum Ranch get back here to save the day. Hopefully it's sooner than later. But uh, if you're watching, listen, I hope you had a nice uh, Valentine's Day with your significant other. If you're single, I hope you went out. Maybe you met a nice guy or girl. Went home. Did some little uh, Netflix and chilling. But um, uh, it's like we were saying before that the whole world is interesting. It's, it's an interesting place to be. Uh, it's difficult to kind of navigate for sure. It's it's hard to get all that, the, the right information. Um, you know, we were talking about being so connected and so divided. I don't, I don't know where to find the right information at these days it's like you know what source is telling the truth what source is trying to get clicks like how does that all work how is that how is that um something to navigate and i i just don't, i don't know i don't know and I, I wish i was more active in um you know my local uh political space um because they always say that you know the the, the the politics that are close to, you know, like are close to you. The people who are elected in there will eventually move up, move up, move up, move up, and they'll be the the officials, you know, in in, in years to come. And I don't know how that works. Um, and I still don't know who who is uh, who's good and who's bad. And you talk about Nancy Pelosi. Like I think she just. Again, just recently, um, so let's let's take a look. I, I just saw a report. She just she like almost doubled or tripled her salary 
based on uh, a stock tip, which, I mean, how is that not insider trading? Let's just do a real quick search here. Nancy Pelosi. Excuse me. Um, let's go to news. Uh, here we go. Ooh, nothing's, news. It was an old, uh, an old story. Let's see anything that pops up about her specifically making money on uh, an investments per se. Uh, missed out on this. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I was incorrect, or maybe I'm just not ready to look at the right thing. But uh, I mean, long story short. It is uh oh boy, I better I better get my charger too. I'm my my she's gonna die, so I'll be right back. And we're and we're back. <laughs> uh, seriously, I was like this is <laughs> oh, God, the that was I've done in I don't know how long. I mean we're 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 touching on we're touching on two and a half hours now. Now we're having a good time. The breaks, but uh I'm at a different angle. Yeah, we've got a different uh, light here now. I'm trying to connect to the wall here with my computer. Yeah, you look great. You look you look. Stunning. I don't even know what tangent <laughs> we were going off on, but uh, the oh, yeah. it was it, it was the Super Bowl, and I had the Chiefs. We we had asked know. you about uh, what your uh, prediction was. I tried actually. I'm like I should have just like hit pause when you guys disappeared, but I tried to like keep it going on my own. I started talking about how Tim Dillon does it and like uh, Bill Burr. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have no, I have no idea how these podcasters like just talk yeah. to themselves or talk to nobody. Because I was, do, I was doing a very poor job. When you guys watch this back, yeah. the end, when it uh, releases, you'd be like, "Who this guy? This guy's fucking terrible." But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Um, I thought Mahomes was a fluke initially. He wasn't, obviously. Um, Got Travis Kelsey, the the T Swift story. Oh, you know who? And right. I want. I wonder if uh, for the end here. He's been getting asked, like you know, who gets a, a ring first, the Niners or the or or T Swift? He's like, oh, I hope, hope, I hope I do first. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think. Angry men specifically are that uh taylor swift has has infiltrated the nfl and i think we talked about like you know she's been on for like 25 seconds and whatever it was it's not that bad right yeah, it's, it's, it's not like, bad at all so pardon me okay so i get two sides of this like sometimes football is like a a, a man's thing like right we, we 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 have that that's like time to ourselves we watch it with the boys we hang out, we, we we chill, we drink some beers, we yell at the TV, and, and women are not around, which is great. I, I, I love that aspect of sports right. to a degree, right? But maybe maybe your girlfriend or the wife or like, you know, they they, they hate the fact that you're, you're watching football all day or, or they hate the fact that you watch football for an hour. Or, yeah. Yeah. So now that we're happy. So now they're fucking watching with you. So now it's like, <laughs> Okay, well, this is cool yeah. because now I can watch football, and wife or girlfriend's cool, and uh, it's a match made in heaven. Who knows? Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's even myself. Uh, well, both of us, actually, we uh, were into the motocross. And well, this year, because it, it used to be uh, motocross and supercross with dirt bikes. Uh, now they have super motocross. They brought it back. It's all one point system and everything. Uh, and, and that's one thing that I can say is fortunate. We've had enough of uh, this season alone. We've had a bunch of get togethers. And, you know, all of it, it's the guys, it's the girls, everybody kind of, whether they're into it or not, we just kind of get together and make a party out of it. And we watch uh, the races on Saturday night. So it just, it, it's nice to have that connection. Like ranch way. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all inclusive. We're not really segregating anybody out mm-hmm. of it. You know, even though, like I said, the girls may not be into it we still enjoy getting together all of us and watching it as a, as a big yeah. group, you know, a big it's family. Kind of so it's, it's, it's important to, to kind of gather the crew, whether they love it or not. Like, I mean, I used to watch uh, UFC fights a lot and invite, invite people over, made a party right. out of it. Girls didn't care, but they had a good time. They were hanging out with their other girlfriends and uh, eating food and having drinks. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a good thing, but for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's always nice to get everybody together and whether, like you said, whether or not you're into it, as long as you're there and, and yeah. you're having a good time, that's all that matters. Around good people. Good well, time. I wish we got Absolutely. to the end before your phone died and before my computer almost died. Cause really, we were, we were at the home, we were in the home stretch. We were <laughs> about to wrap up. That's uh, Absolutely. I know you just cracked a, a new, uh, new beverage. I am surprised though, that you're uh, a big, uh, twisted tea guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, I, I used to be, especially in the military, I was stationed down in Texas, so Bud Light was, I mean, like, if you, if you didn't drink Bud Light, you're, I mean, you're fucking, you're an outsider. So, I mean, we definitely, I definitely, well, I mean, we drink, when we were 21, you know, we drank, we drank, <laughs> drank beer a lot, but, you know, when I'm in the military, I mean, that's, that's kind of where my, my big beer stent went, yeah. and then when I got out, I just, I mean, I lost the taste for it, and then, I mean, occasionally, I mean, like, we were walking around the outdoor show yesterday, obviously, I had a couple of you know, fucking tea there. <laughs> but even you know, walk on the show, enjoy a couple of beers. But the teas, man, that's my nectar. And if you guys, you know, if you guys listen to our podcast long enough, you know, I was been the Arnold Palmer's and yeah, yeah, I feel like Joe's always so. been a yeah. big beer guy, right? For the most part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I I tried to get on the the whiskey train for a while there, and I'm just smashing shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's blackout mode. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a problem with self-control. <laughs> so when I, you know, for, for me to hang out and just like unwind and that's again, another one of our draws for our, our podcast is that we crack the beers and, mm-hmm. and that's what we're known for is just sitting back. And it's the relatable thing for the, not necessarily just that we're targeting the blue collar kind of guys out there, but we are in a way yeah. where it's just like, you want to sit down at the end of the day. And I'm not saying there's only women in the blue collar, but you know, we sit down at the end of the day, you want to have a couple beers and just kind of unwind and knock the dust off. Yeah. That's our, that's our style. That's what we do. And that's, I, you know, I'm a beer guy myself. Uh, I, I, I went through the, the natural light stage when I was in college and then, uh, got realized that it was, you know, I, I still have a soft spot for Natty. I'm not gonna lie, uh, <laughs> but then I went to uh, I went to Miller Lite for a while, just kind of like oh, rode yeah. that train, and then uh, through a, a freak kind of way through a friend, started drinking Bush Light, and everybody made fun of me at well, first. They were like, man. "Oh, you're you're a hillbilly," you know, Bush yeah. Light, and then 
Bush Light stepped up their marketing and then they did all that wild shit with all the different flavors. And now it's just like, if you're not drinking Bush Light, who are you? Yeah. You know? So I, I've been steady with the Bush Lights for a while. I, I do dabble in the Michelobes. If you guys are obviously are seeing this through your, uh, through the videos, you'll see that I did have two Bush Lights and then I went to a Michelob. Uh, it's just what I had in the fridge. Was your slim <laughs> it, it wasn't anything, you know, uh, planned, but. Uh, that slim can treat you. That was a slim oh, can. Yeah. Yep. That was a Michelob. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I, I don't mind the Michelobes. They, uh, <laughs> they, they're not as hard on the tummy. So, you know, I, it's, if, if I'm going to drink beer, it's, at the Mickey. Yeah. It, it doesn't make me feel like complete dog shit the next day. No. So, yeah. <laughs> Cause when I'm doing it, I'm doing it with a purpose for the most part. Uh, but you know, I, I never really got into the craft beer, craft beers. I know a lot of friends of mine love craft beers. That's all they drink. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just never got into that high alcohol content game and like the hoppiness. You might. So, you know, just start preparing your brain for like, 13 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds crazy <laughs> to say, right? Yeah. That's fair. Uh, but no, it's like, yeah, it will. And you'll be you like, know, oh, but man, it flies by. Talk, talk about <laughs> fucking being 40. And uh, so now it's like, uh, I mean, so I have to be on my game <laughs> at all times, right? Like uh, the past like month and a half, my daughter yeah. would wake mm-hmm. up random hours. Like, I don't know what's wrong, what's going on. So like, I couldn't be like, you know, being, you know, drinking and all that kind of shit. So, yeah. So, yeah, um, I never know. Bag. But when you do have a couple beers, that's like I don't have. To, I don't. I can't. I, first of all, I don't drink around my children, and not for any particular reason. I just, you know, it's whatever. Um, right. It's not. It's yeah. It's, it's there's there's no. Yeah, reason but you want to be I, present. I, I'm I sure. Don't. It's just yeah. like it's just kind of just not something I do. Um. So. You know, right. if, you know, you finally you get them both down. You clean up the house. You finish the dishes. It's fucking nine o'clock. There's not much time before between nine o'clock and the time you need to get to bed. So, like, you know, yeah. I might have a whiskey drink, or I might have a high ABV craft beer because I can have two of them and kind of feel at least a little bit like because, like, like Joe, what you said, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like. I'm not just drinking a beer and yeah. having a beer. I mean, I kind of am, I kind of am, but like, I also want to at least feel right. a little something. Exactly. Yeah. You want to have that loose, loosen up. You want to unwind that a little bit, you know, because that's what people say too. They're like, oh, you know, you're just a drunk or blah, 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 whatever. It's like, no, you just, yeah. you, you lose it. You use it to loosen up and and you just kind of like razzle, oh, dazzle, dazzle tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> NBA jam. <laughs> That's what that twisted tea is just yeah. drinking with a rattle babble. So, yeah. I mean, guys, uh, we we could seriously talk literally all night long. Um, so, yeah, oh yeah, we. I feel like we could go for well, another next, two well, hours. Next time, I'll come down to. and smoke. <laughs> we'll 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 all right. Uh, Hold we'll finish up down at the ranch. Um, this is getting late. It's quarter to, quarter to twelve, almost midnight. I don't want to keep you guys up. Yeah. Um, and I could be up at three. I could be up at five. I'm gonna pray for six. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna wake up like six times in the next five hours, so it fucking but, don't uh, matter. <laughs> no, I, I love what you guys do. Slocum Ranch show streaming everywhere. You uh, 
get your podcast. Um, I, I think it's a it's 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 a mm-hmm. it's a great just like fucking chill place to be. Like again, the tops are good. The the unbiasedness of it all is is really great. And mm-hmm. um, uh, again, you guys have good chemistry together. It's 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 a uh, it's enjoyable to listen to. So. Um, I'm glad when you had the hiatus, you came back and I'm, and I'm glad you've been solid ever since. I'm glad you're considering, you know, modifying it and, and making additions and improvements to what you're, you're currently doing. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see what you guys do next. So. I appreciate you having a thought, man. Yeah, Dude. absolutely. And, and thank you for that, you know, cause it means a lot, you know, you've been doing, uh, you know, we have more episodes out than we do. And you, you know, you've interviewed some pretty high profile yeah. people, uh, in the music industry and otherwise. So it's, it's for you to say that to us, you know, it really it resonates. Thank you. Yeah, we great. really do appreciate it. We're glad that you like well. it. Um, I, again, hopefully, uh, my five listeners will translate to, uh, five listeners for you. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll come down to the ranch and we'll, we'll, we'll continue this conversation. Yeah. So yeah, as far we'll as social media, you know, guys, oh, yeah. products, <laughs> big there. It's a, it's an area of improvement for 2024. Where can people find you? Mm. Oh, we're on. Uh, well, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, Facebook, yeah, TikTok. Instagram, TikTok. Uh, make sure dancing. if you're. Yeah, we we do have dancing. a TikTok. We have a couple videos. There's some videos TikTok. on there. Uh, I know. I, I don't no, know. How you guys no, no, it's not us dancing. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's actually the only fans that go on a link out. Dude, Brad, I got, Brad, I gotta say. Oh shit! Yeah, no. Um, the the only thing that. <laughs> the, the, the only thing that we ask is that uh, obviously the way we end every episode is to download, 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 yep. because uh, as you know, as well, I mean, I don't know what you use as your, your host site or anything like that, but uh, through, account. through our Buzzsprout, that's what we see. That's what gets reported to us. And that's if we continue to do this and we continue to make good content. And a notification bell and staying up to date. Cause yeah. What, just, would, what would we be without? Yeah, constant, you guys yeah, constant reminders that the Slocum Ranch is out, even though we're out every Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, just to download whatever you're listening on. If it's Spotify, if it's Apple Podcast, if it's Deezer, or everywhere. You know, if it's Amazon Alexa, just to make sure that it's downloaded because then that would tell eventually we take this to the next level and continue to bring God good shit. Slogan you know, Ranch show. And, and Brand, I got to say, I, I love <laughs> some of the, uh, the yelling that you do in the background i love it i love it i like that <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm, more 50 50 on it man but you have to if i'm kind of curious as to how do, like, naturally you do. turn to, like, completely <laughs> away from the microphone and yell behind you like yeah I'll, you usually when i when i do it like i'll i'll anticipate okay. it and as i'm doing it i'll Completely just just pull away right. from it so that I way it's not I love not blowing it. anybody's fucking eardrums out while they're driving. No, seriously, job well done. Um I hope you uh continue forward and uh yeah. you know, blow up and you know add that, that video to the whole uh the whole concept and uh, just keep pushing along. And I, I know it's it's great for you guys personally and, and great for others too. So kudos to you guys. All right, well, I'll be down there. Thank you. All right, guys, take care. All righty. Yeah, we'll set it up. All right, see you.
Thanks, John. Thank you.